1: find them at your nearest walmart and walmart.com and when you do your whole body's covered
0: welcome to the friend's
1: zone. Friend
0: zone. my name is dustin i'm francesca also known as hey friend hey my name is asante this is the friend all let's start
1: the show
2: Only you, definitely only thing I got to say mood. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, now, and now let me tell you the fuck why. I don't know if y'all noticed. I know monkeypox going around. It's a whole lot of other shit Ooh, going around. But I think something else finds it's fine as hell disease going around too because I have seen some specimens, okay, that have made me want to deliver a specimen. <laughs> A sample, if you will. I'm telling you, you, like, oh, it's summertime, it's hot. I live in the nucleus of a whole lot of, I live in a melting pot, okay? And my pot has been melting this week because when I tell you, that I went outside, and all I've been able to say is, Yeah, that's how something like that. about coming every Wanda. Okay.
1: I listened.
2: Hey, I, fine, I, it's fine, Fred. T- you just got back. I was, okay? You see, I couldn't even get the words out. I couldn't even
1: get I'm the words out. I'm trying to tell
2: you. Though. So I guess, I, much like the New York City MTA, I guess my advice this week is if you see something, say something. Because <laughs> I, I, I did not been on the other side of that, and I'm tired of getting DMs and shit next week. That Next day, hey, saw why you. Do such do a, if just, you see friend, why do people do that? Can we? If you see something, God why do people do that? Say something, goddamn Why would it? you
1: not rather come up to me than to DM me?
2: That's how you get touched and fucked on. I don't understand Ooh. what the problem is. Like <laughs> that's that's what, that's how you get that's how you connect those dots. Okay, you I want to that to that. be
1: the episode title. Not that's yeah. how you get touched <laughs> and fucked. But if you see something, <laughs> that be you know. <laughs>
0: Amen. <laughs> Just searching for that. <laughs> Go ahead, and make note of that, friend. That's going to tie in very well with today's main.
1: If you see something, say something. Let me text you, I'm y'all. I'm telling you, if you, I'll you see
0: something,
2: say something. That's my advice to you this week. If you see something, say something. Okay. That's <laughs> to make it it's <laughs> summertime. Make the connections. Connect those and dots. Noted. <laughs> so you can dot your i and cross mm-hmm. your t. But that being said, welcome everyone to the friend. It's your weekly look into all we, things we, health. We, <laughs> we, 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 <laughs>
3: And then a little
2: Wayne song, okay?
0: Like I they car. said
2: why they they had the um police car on Miami Beach for Pride, and they had like the oh police Lord. logo Rainbowed. And they're gonna oh say that's Lord. how the sirens sound. The siren on the gay police car <laughs> sound wee wee.
3: wee,
0: wee, 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 wee. said that's, that's, that's how the sirens sound. <laughs> Come on, Bobby B. You can do a pop circuit so- now. Look,
2: and it was funny. So I, it was one of, you know. <laughs> I give it up. If something funny is funny, it so gotta be funny. I was right? so conflicted because although I was laughing, it was a part of me that was like Bobby V a normalized. I had to grind my teeth a little bit, but the shit was funny when they said that Felice like, no, Car sound.
1: You know what's had me conflicted? What plan? I was tweeting about it. This challenge on TikTok with the kids. With the kids
2: fighting? Oh, I ain't been oh, conflicted. I've been rolling. I, I mean been, but you but it's like you
1: know that it's horrible. Uh-oh. Like the kids that were crying,
0: <laughs> I don't want to fight. It's <laughs> so, so horrible. And
1: I, God forgive me, like I kept saying, "God forgive me mm. for laughing," but that shit at me. Like the kids that was ready to go, the that
2: was ready to go. <laughs> I'm like, yes, I you love you. Saw the little one kids.
1: little girl. She was like, "Ooh, I'm excited.
0: She was, she like, was like, like, I
1: can't ready.
0: wait to <laughs> <laughs> She was ready. I don't want y'all ever to say that I be putting y'all on the trash.
2: There right there. I want to see people. I want to see people do it. So I want to see people do it with their parents. Let's do that. Let's take that child. You didn't
1: see the one where she, she went into the kitchen. I feel like they were Italian or something. And she was like, grandma, grandma, there's a lady out. And she was like, where, where? And she was like, put your shoes on. She goes, I don't fucking need them. <laughs> <Yeah. outside.
2: laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Where the she, boy she at. Where the grannies? Like, I want, I want to, to do with my mom,
1: because y'all know my mom oh, is active, okay? okay? Shout out to Mama she Friend. Like we love me. you, Mama Friend. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> She'd be ready up. to go. I wouldn't even finish the sentence before she outside on Lennox Avenue. That's like, what where? I'm talking about. Who? Where? <laughs>
2: that's what, <laughs> what I'm about? talking about. I want to see that, though, because that's been having me rolling. That one, and then the the before I'm the liquor, after you. the liquor, with the H-Town sample. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then after they go, <laughs> when they be drunk I love that shit that's so fun
1: I never in a million years thought that I would be sucked into TikTok like
2: that's never I, th- I never thought <laughs>
1: oh oh you know what with that being said <laughs> I
2: didn't been sucked too <laughs> it caught me by surprise a couple times <laughs>
3: We, we even we, we, five we, minutes I mean, we, we, Like we, a we.
2: cop cop, okay? Might have I even been you that weekend in
1: when, my When y'all be saying nasty shit, my mom be like, they <gasps> oh so nasty. And
2: we just said hello to Miss <laughs> Friend. I'm so sorry, mama. No, Fran. she
1: loves it. She finds this the fuck Boy, funny. Uh, so uh, we have a bla- <laughs> <laughs>
2: Business, so thank
1: you. Hold on, let me pull up.
2: Oh, that's what I need to pull myself. I want to give
1: credit. Yeah. Oh no, Bootstraps. I lost the tweet. Oh my uh-huh. goodness, I am just—it's oh, one of those days, y'all. But I'll be all right. You gonna find um, it. Hold on, I'm pulling it up now. Yes, got it. Underscore. It's just cookie. Underscore. Put us on to a black business called True Growth. Okay. I love that. we Black people gonna put an F Two. or a Z. What do you on call that? Grow, grow. Grow. Yeah. Spelled just like that. T-R-U-E-G-R-O-W-F. That's the website and everything. And it's slow burning rolling papers made from fruit and natural ingredients. All handmade. Mm-hmm.
2: I need
1: this. They have, right? It's really, it's like all organic, obviously it's black owned. And it's cute. They have like berry papers, strawberries. Um, They have pineapple, colada. I wonder what that means. Like, does that mean you Is can it taste? Is it dry? Yeah, look, I'm going to show you. I'm For intrigued. those of you, those of you who are watching, it kind of looks like fruit roll up you see it? Mm. Am I holding it right cuz my screen is
2: wide. You know the thing about it is I'm going to look on my own just so I can make yeah, sure I, I have tell a clear which view is the paper or because not, so. I believe what you're saying.
1: So they look like fruit roll-ups and what I like is that they have she also has a lot of stuff like she has rolling boards, reusable filters, um
2: I'm so tired of using the little filters torches. that are reusable, Reuse them again. <laughs> the I little torches. Mhm. <laughs> Which can also be a weapon. Shout out to my ladies. They can also be a weapon, you know, where you gotta burn a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Burn, it, burn really their cute. ass off.
1: And herbal blends. Do y'all ever do that? Y'all ever mix your weed with mm-hmm. a little bit of herbs? Mm-hmm. I know um, Jade does that. She'll mm-hmm. put, like, chamomile and lavender
2: and, and she mix did it with that hers. that shit. Had me smoking some peonies.
1: You don't
3: like <laughs> it. I, was
2: like, I said, how the hell we
0: smoking a peony?
3: What
2: the hell is
0: this, Jay? What the hell is this, Jade? <laughs> I love Jade. A year or two ago, we uh, I featured a black business where she was selling some of the herbal blends, and she sent me some, good. and it was good. I was like, okay, well, this is. Did it make it? Did it make, yeah. it, like, did it, make
1: nice. it hit different? Like, did you feel?
0: It did. Mm. It hit a little different, but you know, it, it it felt like I was smoking like. Well, I was about to say something else and not mean that. It felt like I was smoking like um <laughs> like chamomile or something like like the taste of it. It just had like a, a very mm. like nice flavor to it. But you know, I need a little something. You know, more. Right. More. I just, I I feel, I, you know, I've I've just been lighting incense. But you know, JB mixing her oomph with the herbs too, and I just be like, well, why do you add the herbs to the oomph? So I think "Wait frantos. Sorry
2: it's for telling your business, but she's smelling. No,
1: she be on the show doing it. They see. I, you know, they see yeah. that cardboard being rolled. That same. lavender
2: ain't gonna take your away problem. that ammonia kick <laughs> that the frantos yeah, has. Don't you not the ammonia kick.
1: Wait till she hears Ursula
2: snatch. You talking about your voice? being gone. That's because that's, that's <laughs> Ursula was, she looked like a fronto-smoking motherfucker. And Ursula was the one who started all that, I'ma steal your voice. And now we know how. It was a fronto. Well, I'm so
1: mad. But check out truegrowth.com T r u e g r o w dot if you want these handmade fruit-based natural ingredients organic rolling papers that apparently because of that they have a slower burn so sounds good too because if you're inhaling you know we don't know what these papers are made of a lot of times what's mixed in and the processing of it you know how shit goes out here so So read some fruit something (laughs) so (laughs) it's something that that might be good for your lungs so check it out
0: oh that website is cute friend look at they even have drinks I'm jealous. I want to go to this parking lot pimping event. Mother, Mother Puffin' right. That's the Wright. name <laughs> they have. They <laughs> throw so events. That's so
1: cute.
3: Okay. Yeah, yep. Mother
1: Puffin' Rite on, on August 14th. Yep. What, is, what city is this, though?
0: Uh, Washington Street in Suffolk, okay. Virginia. Well, East Washington Street for anybody. Okay, it's gonna to be it. puffo. Sorry, Virginia, I just saw that. So like, Can I
1: puff? Oh, on? it's cute. It says Par- <laughs> Parking really? Lot Pimpin' is an outdoor 420 friendly day festival that includes yes. performances, vendors, food, quote unquote, activities. <laughs> we want to set the vibe right for the end of summer growth style. What's August, the 14th. Oh, damn, August 14th. August 14th. And it's I a $55 would. ticket. You can check the hashtag at hashtag two Hash. grow, <laughs> grow 22 <laughs> So that's that might be cute if Shout y'all are in the them. area. I think that's
2: dope. And I would be there if I was smart in SoFone, Virginia. idea, Yeah. Parking lot pimping.
1: I love that's that. smart.
2: It sounds fun, seriously. It like, does,
1: especially in the DMV. Like, y'all know, mm-hmm. remember when we used to go to... um broccoli city just that whole vibe so that's yeah. what it makes me feel Yes, of. With, a little, with a little more activity <coughs> you know you hey check okay. them out and that's it for this week's black business um I'm like how do we do this show again that's right <laughs> we have a recap segment that's what happens when I'm away from home for a month <laughs> <laughs> so last week's episode titled there are notes thank you for that Asante does <laughs> Dust- <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you know what I meant
1: to ask? Phone. When you said there are notes.
0: Please don't bring Come her on back with up. It. Are, at the top, are we doing I was this trying right to understand oh the angle God.
1: of the shade. Were you saying she has some notes you like, or you have notes as in feedback? Of Justin,
0: the feedback, 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 feedback.
1: That's or the keep day. it on a playground.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, again, there are notes.
1: Dustin <laughs> honored, or, or rather he paid homage to Wendy Williams by turning the Hot Button segment into hot topics. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you, Asante?
2: Wendy team for letting her put her foot up uh, in er- the camera like that. <laughs> That's who. How in the hell they let her put her foot up? Her foot looked like the state of West Kanson. Okay, and she
0: put her foot up there. You like could tell that. that there was like people. Why on the would they do that? And they when you have been like Dustin, t- <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> with you, Asante, you'd be like dust it Absolutely, stop it. Or or, or or this also was available too. Cut.
1: <laughs> oh yeah,
2: real but- quick. If you don't but get you your know, they knew that that would gain
1: traction, though. Like, that's what this is all about. And in the screen that's grab, her mouth is open. Her.
2: So the foot is up and her mouth is open. So she's doing it. like this. Oh, my God. Like, she can't believe it either. Go ahead, Asante. I just was really upset by that, them doing her like that. Because I'd be like, Wendy, uh-uh, put, get your foot down. Put your foot down. Get your foot. Wendy, no, Wendy get your foot down.
0: Don't have her foot up there like that. That's what I would have said.
1: If they cared for her, they would have said that.
0: Like, I don't know, it, right. I don't know if she was doing the interview on like a laptop, but it looked like it. Like, they couldn't just like pull the screen, like, just start tilting it up. <laughs> she was like, on for her real. Like, like she can't get it up laptop. to her head, y'all. So just close get, it. Just like zoom okay, crop up to the head because whatever she's doing, like, I would have been talking through my much, teeth so Sophie fast to Sante.
2: <laughs> if you don't get your motherfucking foot down off the goddamn, get your motherfucking foot down off the goddamn, you don't get your Somebody was trying
0: down. to tell her something. You could tell she kept looking off to the side and was like, no, y'all gonna have to help, like do this because she thinks she needs to show this for whatever reason.
1: But at the end of the day, it's also Wendy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She's gonna do what she wanna do. Like, you can, you can control her butt so one. much. Okay? So, I'm sure she was like, no, we are gonna show them <laughs> maybe Frank she's Franklin. trying to get no but you know what I thought maybe she was trying to get ahead of it too because if somebody saw it you know how people are or saw yeah, her out and she's wearing sandals or out on the beach or something outside <clears throat> she might as well post it herself get the jokes off you true. know that people are going to say and that way she can roam freely oh, I would have hid your feet bunch of butterflies you
2: say roam <laughs>
1: <laughs> and roam freely I would
2: have I hid your foot friend okay <laughs> I'm just telling you, I would have told you. You'd have hit my foot. Yeah, and I'd have been like, "When you ready? Now when you ready? Like you ain't got to do that now. You ain't got (laughs) to jump to conclusions. You know what I'm saying, right now? This may be a misstep. That's what I would have told you, friend.
1: You know what? Um, And I
0: love you. I love Wendy Williams.
1: (laughs) And Dante, what was your comment?
0: Um, I had a few comments, <laughs> and I'm gonna actually just pick one that was not related to that. Um, to, since it was a hot topic and a lot happened in the episode, um, we'll, we'll actually first wanna take it to the music man segment. Kimmy Kim eighty four on the SoundCloud street said, "Fran said hell no to that." And, did. <laughs> and, and that just <laughs> took,
1: my jaw yeah, dropped. I, I was like.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's why i wonder who let her put it up there like that in the interview
0: <laughs> same me too i also want to give a shout out to marla um because we were talking about packages and friend and uh, the neighbors the same day i listened to this podcast someone stole a package i've been waiting uh-huh. on from japan oh, it's no. literally dried up moss ah. for my plants what the fuck is anyone else but gonna also, do? Also, shout
1: that? out to you for getting moss from Japan. I hear that levels the class.
3: It was
0: if you wanted to know, it's sph- sphagnum moss. I couldn't really. I don't know if I was saying it right. So, but they did specify. How much? So that's shit.
3: You putting me on? My plans need okay. that.
0: Wow, <laughs> baller. big baller. <laughs> well, shout out to you, Mala. And shout out to you, Kimmy Kim84. Friend, what did you find out there in those streets?
1: I actually wanted to um, because obviously I got a shit ton of feedback about the what I was saying about living in the suburbs. And I have to say a lot of you were gaslighting the fuck out of me. <laughs> but it's oh, no. but it's partially my fault because I was saying how I know that there are aspects that I have to work on being a New Yorker, because we are prickly people, you know, we're always like, eh. What's your intention? You know, so I do know that about myself. Now, the neighbor that was hitting me about the packages, I agree that I think she meant well. Mm -hmm. It's just that she is a little bit intimidated by me, too. So I feel Mm -hmm. like her tone in reaching out, you know, she may not have known how to, like, talk to me because at the end of the day, she's in my business and she knows I'm a New Yorker.
2: And she don't (laughs) know you. And she don't know me.
1: So her, I, I do think that she's just trying to figure out how to, like, Coexist. Now the man across the street, no. <laughs> the one with my garbage, absolutely not. Like, and mm-hmm. I think people that um live in the suburbs, I had this combo with Crystal too, because obviously she lived in the suburbs, and she was mm-hmm. we were saying how the suburbs also normalize. A lot of shit that's just weird. A lot of and boundary then, crossing. A right. lot of boundary crossing that is under the guise of community.
3: Right.
2: And
1: it's and and I'm sure obviously not every suburb is the same. So I can't make a blanket statement. I'm sure a lot of you have neighbors that are fucking bomb. Maybe you've mm. known each other. Maybe your you know your parents grew up with them or your grandparents. So y'all have that thread, you know, that emotional right. thread where it's like we we're like damn near family. That's very different than a black girl (laughs) living in an affluent neighborhood where people are wondering why the fuck I'm here.
2: Absolutely.
1: That's a very, very, very different energy than that older woman that is going to grab your package from, you know, your uh, porch because she knows your grandma or has been, you know, or comes over and y'all have conversation. That's very different than a white man who is wondering why the fuck I'm here in the first place, and he is just entitled to me and and my life. And that's his way of just, like, letting me know in a way, like, putting me in my place on, quote, unquote, the rules of living here. So that's a different energy, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of you, instead of trying to have that convo with me, were telling me what I was feeling was not right because I don't know the culture of the suburbs. And that's the part that I was kind of blown because I'm like, bro that's not what I'm saying yeah like I'm not I'm also 40 I'm not a 12 year old that is trying to figure out adults (laughs) like I know what I feel and I do believe that the the lady with the packages like because I even saw her it was funny I was sitting on my porch the the next day after I got back you know just trying to kind of like recalibrate to being back in Portland and she comes outside of course (laughs) I was like, she ain't going to give me a second, bro. I'm sitting on my porch. She comes out and said, like, oh, hey. I was like, yeah, how convenient. My God. But it was cool. Like, I, I said to myself, put your guard down and just have a convo with her. Because I really haven't had a convo with her. And she invited me to her house.
2: Already going too far. <laughs> no. What the hell you want? But-
1: you know, no. she was like, oh, and, you know, she's asking, like, where, you know, how, yeah, how yeah. you yeah. haven't mm-hmm. been around. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? Da, 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 and a bunch of questions. And and I was like, put your guard down, friend. Put your guard down, friend." And I will admit that with her, when I put my guard down, I was able to just, like, receive her in a different way. And even her invite, you know, I was like, Yeah, I'm going to be traveling, you know, my schedule, but we'll touch base. That's what I told her. And she was like, great, great, great. All that, all love. So... Like I said, there are elements well, of the suburbs that, yes, being a prickly New Yorker, me too, but I, I What the fuck? She won't. <laughs> Why are we like this?
2: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what is it?
1: But people were telling me stories. A lot of y'all were telling me stories of the ways that you cross each other's boundaries, and I was just amazed that y'all think that that's normal.
2: Why? Because most people are nosy, and they all they understand that they're crossing a boundary, but they try to legitimize it or justify it. In whatever they, way they can, saying this it's case,
1: protection. Exactly. Or, oh, I was looking out. No, you want to grab my package because you want to what? See where it's coming from? Like right. I'm trying to understand.
2: <laughs> like, get the hell on! I don't you know, know you. You don't know me. Outside of us not letting each other die, we don't owe each other right. anything. Right. Like, you so know what, what I'm are saying? you doing?
1: And I came back, remember how they were kind of acting like my, I I was thinking, shit, my porch must have like fucking hundreds of packages, like falling down the stairs. Mind you, I have a big porch. So I'm thinking, Mm -hmm. shit, if they can see that, then maybe, and I did understand I have a blind spot. I've never lived in a house or a suburb. So I don't, I didn't think like, oh, that's true. That does make you kind of a mark if people are passing and they Mm -hmm. see every time they pass the packages haven't moved. It's kind of like, hmm, okay, ain't nobody there got that. That's a lesson learned. But when I came <laughs> y'all,
2: three boxes.
1: It was three Amazon, like little Amazon pack. And it's not cuz they were stolen cuz I even asked her like, "Was it? Is it this that you saw or was it more?" And she's like, "No, it was just the <laughs> girl. That's you what have I mean, me like it is not <laughs> And I kind of sensed it because I was like, I didn't order anything because if I know I'm going to be gone for a month and brands before they send me stuff from the PR list. I usually kind of sense it because I have that, um, you know, the delivery email mm-hmm. that you get. The
2: informed delivery. Informed mm-hmm. delivery.
1: Yep. There we go. That lets you know what's on the way. I already right. knew which packages were coming when. So I was like, what is she so seeing? What is, this,
2: what is she talking about? I'm not going to disrespect her like I was about to. Natural. No,
1: because she, like I what said, I, I'm about? learning to coexist with her energy. But I, that's, that was what that was about. Like literally three, like... There was, like, an eyelash curler in one of them. So I'm maybe telling you the you size of this
2: package. Right, Fran? Maybe, like, maybe one of your next conversations can be, you know, girl, so as we get to know each other, like, I am not a person who, <laughs> like, jumps to, you know, conclusions when it comes to circumstance. And so, like, <laughs> if I have deliveries or whatever, you know, as long as there's no real pressing emergency, like, you don't have to. You can feel free to just let it rock. Like, it's, you know.
1: You know, like, okay. are we tripping? Like, because if you do it again,
2: we <laughs> stop talking to you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's, that's all
2: you got to say, friend. Because at this point, my God,
1: woo! I still can't get over the shit that people were sharing that they've done. I'm like, and you think that's cool?
0: Right. I don't want to move next. Maybe she's a board housewife and she thinks you're going to be her new best that's friend. That's
1: exactly what it is.
0: Sucks. Like that's, that's exactly like-
1: what it is. And I get it. You see someone new. You're like, ooh, new energy that I get to like play with. And I'm like, I'm actually busy. Like we're going to be a Netflix
0: TV series. Like it's like move no. around, girl. I'm a whole person that just came from some shit. And like, I'm like learning this. And here you are trying to throw in your like wishes and values on me. And I literally don't even know you or want to. So I understand how that can be, like, some bullshit.
1: And also, what's the harm? And, like, like at the end of the day, yeah, we're a suburb, and I get looking out for each other in certain capacities. But, like, I don't force interactions either. Like, I have Hell to feel, no. right. like, if I felt someone in this neighborhood and I was like, man, I really like how they made me feel when we talked. of course you would naturally gravitate towards each other. But I'm not going to, like, pretend to be your homie and be at your house grabbing your packages and shit <laughs> I really have no interest in you as a person like and that's okay maybe right. that's the New Yorker part too where it's like I don't force connections I just don't I can be cordial we can coexist if she were to hit me and say can you do me a solid I'm not in town. You know what I'm saying? Of course, yeah, I'll, I'll grab right. it for her, for sure. But I'm not going to go on her porch and grab some shit just because- Or, she, let, her be her or let her know
0: it's shit on her
2: porch, which I don't give a fuck about you. Or let her know,
1: which I probably would never, but- I don't care. Yeah. I'm not going to let
2: you know. <laughs> you're going to have to call me, motherfucking. <laughs> if you you're going to have to request me, okay? Because i mind's mine. How about we were, that?
1: Crystal and I were having, and Jade, we were like, how can we create our own suburb with people we like? <laughs> Now that would be cool because then it's like a community not monitoring I'm not monitoring Like I trust
2: you, you So I know Like
1: family Like I saw a TikTok where a young girl was showing like her and her family bought land and then they just had like everyone had their own house on the land and it was like their family friends and mm. family and they kind of created their own
2: neighborhood Yeah I'm with that but Faith fucked the family <laughs> So sometimes it be your own people too. You got to watch their ass too. You know what I'm saying? Like your family that you trust. I mean, I. Absolutely. Sadly, okay. Sadly. We ain't going to sell a dream. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? See, <laughs> like. Can't you know, even trust
1: Faith, but y'all want me to trust the motherfucker across the street? The bitch street. next
0: door. Or the okay.
1: Late, <laughs> Dustin's trying to be better.
0: The lady next door. <laughs> Like I just wish there would have been some like rapport yeah. bill, you know? Like if y'all just like had always been waving at each other and bumped Natural into each other a lot, then like now, you know what? You cool. Know. But the fact that it's like, Oh well, you know, you knew, so you gotta give up your privacy to us a little bit so we can feel safe right now, it's, it's like it's that's it's the too entitlement much. to
1: my life. Again, I'm not in the yes. burbs.
0: So I've never experienced that. Like, I'm like as you're talking and going through all these things, I'm thinking about, like, you know, back when I was younger and we lived in an apartment complex, like, there were neighbors, some neighbors we waved and spoke to, some neighbors never got to hear okay. how you're going from. Like, and and those were close closer quarters than, I guess, housing. So I guess when you're in, like, a housing community, it might be a little bit different. So you're right across the street. Maybe she knew the old person. But then at the same time, there's also that people element, too. So it's like she literally could just be crazy for no goddamn reason. And you did deal with that. And so people are trying to tell you, well, no, because girl, because suburbs, y'all did bring yeah. in this conversation about uh, suburbs and neighbors. You know, you do need to be more kind to them. It's like, eh. so that's why I always try to think about like all of the, all aspects the elements of where you're that from, have and to, to play together. To just yeah. blame you For reacting a certain way, especially knowing where you came from and how, you know, especially when we bring up. How problematic some of the housing shit mm-hmm. always has been And you've seen it reflected in society In a bunch of different ways So it's kind of like people should be like Damn you know what this is like a newer point I should think of As opposed to coming at you and be like No girl you Yo, did all literally that wrong I have like like, hundreds I'm not of gonna tweets kiss of people these strangers like, asses
1: You bugging the fuck out Like bro
0: <laughs> But honestly I pay, you pay your taxes And all that shit you paid your fees Like you don't have to kiss any and everybody's ass Just because yeah, you're new no. to the neighborhood Like I just feel like there's there should be some sort of like I don't want to say forget No, but just grace. Yeah, there's this grace period. And also, like, I'm just not
1: a messy person, so I'm not going to show the text. You know what I'm saying? Like, people that post texts on Twitter and shit, I would never do that. But if I showed (laughs) y'all the text with the garbage, y'all would, this would be nipped in the bud immediately. Y'all be like, oh, no, yeah, no, that's not what that is at all. Like, nipped. Because the tone was not community. The tone was, bitch, where the fuck are you? I'm nervous. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Why haven't you been home? Your garbage. Cause you can't even see my garbage. I hope
2: you did not respond it's ever. Like, bro, I hope you haven't. No, responded I did.
1: To I told him, Don't worry about it. I'm oh, okay, I'm gonna good. get my get to the garbage when I get to the garbage.
2: Okay, good.
1: Period, yeah. poo. Let me yeah. stop. Yeah, no,
2: for real. <laughs>
0: <What am> I <laughs> I Channel out. No, yeah, that. like, that's the okay. vibe. It's literally just like like if he was in charge of the, of the damn garbage and, like that's issue. his job. It's the
1: y'all know but that white not- people think they're in charge of shit y'all see how they are yes. if you just walk in a park yes. somewhere if you just in a re- like it's a, it's just like i gotta put you in your place energy so that's what i'm not fucking with and 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 i should have known because at the end of the day fran you're a black woman that moved into a white neighborhood what yeah. the fuck were you thinking? Yep. but i'm also still finding yep. my way like
0: it's not okay. I didn't,
1: I didn't move to Portland and say, I'm going to move into an affluent suburb. I didn't, that wasn't on my mind. All I saw was the house
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> on Zillow, like everybody of oh, the motherfucker does when they're looking for a place to live. I don't know the neighborhoods here. It was a house that I was like, that's a house for me. Got it. Moved in. Now I'm learning. Oh, you know what? I don't think I like how suburbs feel. So I'm like finding my way, you know. And then like yeah. I might try something different. Or you got you to
0: gotta ask the realtor. You got to ask the realtor one more question now. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Or just like, even, how's the neighborhood? Do right. the neighbors care? Are they talking yeah. to each other? Are they mind their business. Great. Yeah, you know? and
1: I asked him too. I kept it real with him. I was like, Are they racist, old people? The people in that block, and he like got stuck <laughs> he was like god damn. Straight, oh, damn, to so straight to it straight to it is it a bunch of racist people on that neighborhood and he was kind of like um well he was like honestly it'd be hard for me to like yep. tell you no because he's like I'm not black so I don't know how they would oh. talk to you I only know them as another white person he kept it real.
0: Mm-hmm. so he do know you know those what I'm saying but on. he was okay. like
1: but from what I sense I don't think you'll have any issues he was like Maybe one person, and he was fucking right, because that person does not fuck with me. Every time she sees me, her shades go down.
2: <laughs> good, good. But at least she wow. lets me
1: know where she stands. I almost yeah. rather her right, do that where she gonna lay. than to smile in right. my face and be like, are garbage like gonna go hasn't been like, moved, you know what i <laughs> Tell your
0: friends to do the same thing, girl.
1: Because <laughs> you know they be on, what's that app again, the neighborhood app? I forgot what it's called
0: be oh on that app complaining I, I it. had to delete <laughs> it because I was <laughs> like, you know what, I'm gonna end up knocking on someone's door. Like what was said? Bitch? Like I forgot to stop crying. <laughs> I, and I watch told you it. they
1: was complaining about my um incense and the resins I burned. They were like, It's a foul odor. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, I didn't know that's that what the lead
1: said.
0: Yes. So that's
1: the language they have to yes. use. Yes. Yep. A foul odor. Mm-mm. And mind you, it's resins but she was like it's a sweet and then they were like it's like incense or something and the lady was like it's like sweet but it it it's just so overpowering and then someone else was like you know the hippie white people were like it's just resins it smells like it's frankincense and myrrh and someone else was like yeah but it's disrespectful right, like- to the neighborhood I was like oh this is crazy
0: like I no, hope you no, put two pots out there like leave me alone <laughs> I ought to burn more.
1: And it's crazy because you would think I'm like burning the house down, you know, but it's just a little bit of incense. Of mm. course I'm gonna burn incense. I mean, what?
0: <laughs> I mean, the rest I mean, they you get know, a little the <laughs> lit. I love it. I, I ain't gonna lie to you that's my favorite part. I've been But like even a in my last crib when I
1: was at in Brooklyn, Brooklyn <laughs> my neighbor he had an issue with it too. I remember he he put remember I told y'all he left a note on my thing talking about please be mindful. Of your other neighbors when you're burning scents. Please. was like, not all of us want to smell that. And then it's like, I get it, but also like, bro, you're in fucking Brooklyn. (laughs)
2: Get the fuck fuck out.
1: You're gonna tell people in Brooklyn in a Caribbean neighborhood not to burn scents.
0: And you're gonna tell me to Like you go, like you know what I'm saying? (laughs) But anyway, jump off.
1: I'm on a learning curve, you know, right now. So as you as you as your life keeps kind of switching and, and especially mm. like financially and you start kind of moving around your life, you start learning like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this. I don't want to be a part of this. So now I'm thinking, what the fuck do I do? Move to the woods where like you're 15, 20 miles away, but then that's scary then as Then the fuck animal's going to be
2: complaining. <laughs> I think you need to this. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they <be> like, bitch. <laughs> I'm learning. I'll figure it out. <laughs> That's cool though. It's kinda like the fun part of life in a way. Cause you're like, I don't know. <laughs> I sound like Uzi. Yep. I've just been here three days. I don't
3: know. I don't know. <laughs> okay shit.
1: <laughs> oh, so instead of reading a comment, that's just what I wanted to say because I feel like people need to listen to each other a little bit more before they try to tell you what you're feeling or not feeling. So Dustin, what'd you find in the Twitter streets this week?
2: So, in the Twitter streets this week, I found a tweet from my boy CJ House. Shout out to CJ House. It's my partner, my nigga in real life. CJ said, I think losing your remote in the bed and trying to put in the charger behind your bed are two of the most annoying things. And when I (laughs) tell you, losing the remote to your Mm. television in your bed and also (laughs) plugging that charger in that outlet behind your bed and trying to kick the cord over the thing and get it to fit. Mm -hmm. It's just so annoying. So I thought it was such a...
1: You'd be at the edge of the bed having conversation when you're charging it.
0: Exactly.
2: (laughs) Um, Shout out to... uh, At FreeBW... west Free underscore B West. Who responded to a tweet from this uh, guy named Alan 3920 A-L-A-N 3920 he has an American flag emoji in his name per- yeah, I just want to add that because people have an American flag emoji Tom in their name mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so he wrote in all cap locks he, uh, all caps like he wrote um, no straight man watches P-Valley dot 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 okay. not even with his woman with three exclamation points and an emoji of a guy doing like this with his palms up now, the fact that I could really break all that down, the fact that you even wrote it like that in all caps, likes and stuff, you're trying to be heard and make a point. That's gay. But beyond that, <laughs> no, so shout out to Free underscore B West who wrote, this show just had Miracle Watts butt naked on my TV screen. Fuck what you talking about. <laughs> that's, that's what, that's I what like he responded that. with right like there. Because like what
0: that. are you talking
2: about? He said, and which I just scene are you like,
1: focused on, Sam? Yeah, Let's so talk shout out that. to him
2: um also i just want to give a shout out to um at tom underscore files flies tom flies tom underscore flies who said i'm gonna make sure you never get away with this B simone and added a clip of her when she performed <gasps> I as Aaliyah. y'all remember when she did that Aaliyah tribute i video? don't
1: remember when she did that but i saw the clip
0: <laughs> you know on mute then too it's one of the that's what we all see. Sing. that like, clip was she just doing the weird dance? Because it was a weird dance. She was dancing was like Sinclair
2: was in the club when Korea. that sort of thing. She was like, "It's." So shout
0: out to y'all. That's
2: what I wanted to find on Twitter sheets Thank you so much. That's for y'all. Thank you.
0: <laughs> this week, oh wait, can I have? Can I just say one thing? Oh, was well, we'll actually go ahead. No, go ahead. And you sure? <laughs> No, just please, please, Twitter. I know that y'all are gonna do whatever you want to do, but stop tagging me in oh, Lake Lanier I stuff. Hate stop that DMing for you. it to me. I they keep sending it. me always stuff. I'm just like, I don't want. It was literally like one or two o'clock at night. In in the morning, and I'm opening this spooky ass <laughs> DM about Lake Lanier. I'm like, you know what? I should have never been over here anyway. And I am and just it's crazy because you've asked so, people
1: to stop sending you that shit for like. Uh, years now And it's just yeah. like Asante I always see it When I go on the Friendzone page <laughs> <laughs> like, And it's funny Because I... it'll be like At friendzone pod <laughs> At hey Asante Like we yeah. gonna make sure You see this shit
0: Yep Like so you're gonna get This <laughs> story That you know, you know Unfortunately black town. Like,
1: I just saw that one too <laughs>
0: Okay Hey Asante
1: In case you didn't know man who lived In Atlanta His whole <laughs> life <laughs> 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 I'd be like, uh,
0: Friend, I miss you already. That last night that we all had together. I love you. So I miss much.
1: y'all so much. It yeah, hurts. I like, yours. I was on the flight, like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, what have I done?
0: <laughs>
1: we had so Justin much Being himself fun. at the table
0: with the waitress. <laughs> them sure was good, though. I'm not going to lie. Justin had us
1: taking shots. What a restaurant. And Crystal was like, "I feel warm." <laughs>
2: warm fuzzy, were, as opposed so to a Ooh, prickly. Mm. Yeah, we like warm fuzzies. It was great. It was a good time.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a famous very, very familia, good time. like
2: the pizzeria. It was famous family. It was a great time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Such a good time.
3: Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have one million dollars in scholarships. At 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at TMCF.org. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire.
1: But this week's episode is an Asante Smith production.
2: We're going in colds, right? Come on. (laughs) The
1: face you yes, made, yes, let me know we're we about to be.
0: you like,
1: ooh, sure is. Let us know. <laughs> what we getting into today, day.
0: Well, you all know that I suffer from undiagnosed ADHD. Who doesn't? Um, <laughs> Shit. All
1: these damn apps.
0: I there were so many things. You said all these mm-hmm. damn apps, friend. Did you I know, just hit you with I'm a mistake? I'm glad you zone? brought up that word. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna get to upset one part or another in this conversation because of a, a series that I told you I watched before on this show, and I, uh, you and I shared a moment with it, Fran. But I'm gonna do an episode, or I'm gonna discuss this as part of the conversation. But I want to talk about dating oh, today. Yeah. You know, let's talk about we had
1: this combo dating on now. In the Uber. <laughs>
0: I hope I have something to offer. <laughs> well. We don't even have to talk about our own dating If we if we choose not to It's going to be a very open conversation Because I want us to just talk about <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should light me up at the, weekend. the fact that he had a song um, called Anonymous Which is a
2: song I love, right? <laughs>
0: It's uh, the always. jam. but like, yeah, Shout out to Alexa Layton. We had a whole moment. <laughs> and Mandy, I think we had a whole That's moment. In my I love that song. And it's one of my favorites.
2: But it's just, y'all know the stories. and So the fact that he has a song called, and I Want to Know mm-hmm. Your Name, Why You Gotta mm-hmm. Be anonymous? Um
0: uh, Go ahead. <laughs> so yeah, I want to talk about dating. I want to talk about uh some of the ways that we've come to date. Obviously, later on we're going to get to uh, okay. online dating and app dating, but uh, I want to start us off with a conversation on a TV show that brought up an interesting form of dating that we haven't really discussed because they featured uh, a black cast and I want to start here at Love Match Atlanta.
3: Ooh. So <laughs> bravo.
0: <clears throat> I know friend I took a turn Ooh, on you took a little match. dip on you um I wanted the I wanted the conversation to be, you know, mm-hmm. full, you know, well-rounded. So Bravo has a show called Love Match Atlanta. I believe they just wrapped their first season, and it features matchmakers of color mm-hmm. in Atlanta and all of their different clientele and their success rates and uh you know the things that they go through when they're working with clients and even the drama of obviously that they have between each other as a matchmaker. <laughs> it wouldn't team. be a show. I thought it was interesting. <laughs> you know, they always it gotta throw the drama be a in there. If they don't want to throw <laughs> their client. Look, they don't want to throw their clients under the bus, so, you know, they're throwing each other under the bus. Then mama about to go lay down. (laughs) So you better be making good. I thought it was smart because you don't want to throw your clients under the bus. Because what was the love match show on... um, well, there's been tons of it but y'all and remember then, netflix there was something going around matchmaking
1: was... on netflix uh, that yeah. was so good though well, they had overbearing me overbearing
2: ass mothers
1: Ooh, they had me hooked or when they would be like oh you can't because well, he's too dark or she's too dark or she's too overweight it was crazy the um like the prerequisites that people would set i was like this is embarrassing
2: meanwhile your mama ugly and they tell it okay. and they're tell, they telling you <laughs> This motherfucker too dying.
1: Okay.
2: Like, girl, you literally look like... Y'all know... She... Anyway, go... <laughs> go ahead, Sante. Well... I was about to take us <laughs> to a very dark place. Go ahead, Sante.
0: Well, we're just going go to go back to the cast of Love Match Atlanta. I'm just going to give you a short overview on some of them and some the of the matchmaking services they provide. Just because... Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it was like a newer show. It came on um before... Before or after Housewives of Atlanta? I, I think it was like filling a slot. I think it was coming on after, it was doing, it was airing before Atlanta or around Atlanta. Anyway, it came and gone.
1: So they're like kind of still testing it out, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah, it,
0: it's his first season. So they, they, they you know, they did right by us and they threw it in that Sunday slot, you know, around Housewives and now Married to Medicine, mm-hmm. which is back. So after uh, that went off, now Married to Medicine fills the slot of whatever it had replaced previously. So um, Love Match Atlanta. There is a, there's like a wide variety. It's just a few people on cast, but it's like a wide variety of uh, what they do. Because there's a a member on there. Actually, let me start with the matchmaking duo. So there's a duo on there named Kelly Fisher and Tana Gilmore. Now they they're both friends and businesswomen. They built their career of 12 years of experience, and they basically have one of the most sought after dating services and. I'm just going to tell y'all about the show, really, because I don't know if y'all are going to watch. Y'all don't need to watch. I'll watch. But, uh, or, well, you should watch.
1: I definitely will. Mm-hmm. Oh, you watch the whole season? I definitely will.
0: I love the fact that uh, Kelly and Tana, what they were doing was they've a they've had a successful matchmaking service for over uh, 12 years. And so they were actually, well, by the end of the series, they revealed that they're doing like a matchmaking school, um, which I thought was pretty cool because I didn't realize matchmaking was actually as... P- a big of a thing as it was in the black community. But hearing some of them say, you know, like they uh, came out of sororities and, you know, how they came to work, I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then there's a gentleman on cast who actually created an app. His name is Joseph Dixon. He's the CEO of Real Black Love. Now, this information is just based on what I viewed from the show. If anything has outdated since the show, I don't know where things have gone. I didn't do a where are they now or any of that. So I'm just telling you all the information as it happened now in at, case I missed any headlines this. about it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Uh, so Joseph Dixon, CEO of Real Black Love, which is an app that he started uh, back in 2013. So it's funny that, um, uh, well, I guess it didn't say he was a matchmaker beforehand, but he's the CEO of this app. So he started a dating app, and basically the app quickly grew to 500,000 members. And through this, uh, through his dating service, yeah, right? You know, black black men in tech, black men in tech. (laughs) Shout Shout out out to to (laughs) Carrie. <laughs> <to> say, <sorry. laughs> Through his dating service, he actually met his girlfriend who was on the show, Paris. Um, not really sure how that's still working out. But uh, she was his business partner at the time of airing of the show as well. He actually had an elite uh, subscription service where you could pay up to thirty thousand dollars per what? year. What? What all that thirty thousand dollars get you? I don't Holy really know. Shit. But just hey, you know. People want to find... They're looking for love. And so just to tell you a little bit about... And I don't want to get any wires crossed, so I'm trying to tell y'all about certain characters, but I want y'all to differentiate between their styles. So Joseph, you know, he came up with the app. But again, Tana and Kelly, they were the ones that have, you know, really been doing... Not to say he hasn't, but they've been really doing the footwork as I paid attention Mm -hmm. to on the show. Um, But basically... They have uh, their people do relationship coaching, image consulting, and they also do like a photo session, you know, to raise self-esteem. They want you to be your okay. best. a scam of the whole um, thing. Go ahead. <laughs> would you? So, so far, just because it's a lot of information, it's just about a TV show, which is a small part of this conversation. But so far, have you ever thought about matchmaking? Or is that something you would ever do? Or have you ever heard of like a friend doing it? Or would you recommend a friend to get matchmade? Or would you be a matchmaker? Mm, you know, wow. tons of options. I
2: here. have friends that have done it. Um, who have been successful actually using matchmakers that's cool um, mm. I don't know any gay people that have done it but I know heterosexual women and men that have used matchmakers and have been aligned with you know people that they have a real interest in um, mm. and it's taken off so I, even though it's something that is like not the norm for me it's something that I'm not accustomed to a lot of people doing I understand that it is something that actually does work And it simplifies the process for a lot of people when it comes to finding a a mate that they're evenly yoked with. So I recognize the benefit. So I'm here for it. Fuck it. Make your match. You know what I'm saying?
1: (laughs) I was actually just having this convo with Cheska Lee Mm -hmm. because she was sharing about some of her friends that were using matchmakers out in L.A. and were having, like, incredible Mm. success So we had that convo just about if if that's something that, like, we would ever look into. I was, I, mm, (laughs) hmm, I'll be honest, it's a no for me.
0: Not about that.
1: Yeah, no, and it's not, it's similar to the apps. Like, I wouldn't use the apps either. If I were looking for someone, it would have to be organic, which, I mean, that's very in alignment with Fran. Yes, la, la, la. But it's just true. Like, I need to walk past you your smell the sound of your voice like there's so many elements that pull me into someone so I can't and granted matchmaking you hear high success rates so I get it it's like it trims the fat from what the apps are already doing because it's just more intentional it's more focused it's like customized you know what is what is exactly what are you looking for exactly and then this person helps you find that so I get the science of it, I guess you'd say, but I just, that's just not what I want. And so I wouldn't do that. But I, but like I said, Cheska was sharing about the people who she knows that it it really popped off for.
0: Okay. So if it came down to it though, Mm -hmm. would you, for both of y'all, if you lived in a world and you just like, I mean. I don't want to wish nothing bad on nobody, so never mind. But, like, if you just live in the world you dating is a little bit different and you have to bring it down now either to uh, doing an app or going to a matchmaker, Matchmaker. which would you feel like matchmaker for sure. If I had
1: to choose, yeah. Anybody can be on an app,
2: but that matchmaker, you got to pay a fee, which which really, you know, weeds out the riffraff. Ain't no one going to do that just
1: to do that. Yeah, I feel like the people who would work with a matchmaker – are really looking for some shit like they ain't mm-hmm. trying to just smash you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Which I'm fine that's the, with. No, if that's what you want, <laughs> that's the thing. If you're, if
2: yeah.
1: I think most people kind of use the apps to hook up. That's like the problem. <laughs> like exactly. it's more people using it for that way, and then the people that want something a little deeper are having a, a hard time, right, finding a match because it is people that are just trying to have some fun for the summer, for the weekend, whatever. So, matchmaker, you putting money down? And you like sitting there filling out all these questions and the process. That means you really, really, really want something serious. And so the odds, I feel like, are more in your favor.
2: There's no feeling greater in the world to me. I shouldn't say that because maybe there is that I haven't experienced yet. But one of the greatest feelings in the world to me is meeting a stranger that I'm attracted to. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Them reciprocating that attraction, mm-hmm. and us having a moment of acknowledgement amongst. I each love
1: other. that feeling, and y'all stare at each other, and that, you play the little staring game. Me,
2: yeah, ah. and you, or you press up on it because you know I'm a I, I press your ass. I don't <laughs> give a fuck. So like, I'm gonna let you know, you know, and yes. when you have that that feeling for me is much more <clears> exciting <throat> than having someone encounter me for. Already understanding that, you know, we're trying to gauge each other's interests. Yeah, like, something about not, that feels too it's This is not premature. my thing, but I, I get it know. works for everybody. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. It, it, you, have to, you have to do it works for you. That's right it. now, I'm more interested in meeting someone spontaneously um, and having an organic process of attraction as opposed Same. to something that is structured and organized to have that effect. Um maybe that'll change if I am interested in a long-term partner later and you know I don't want to really waste that waste time but I'm interested in doing it more efficiently or more speedily then maybe mm-hmm. I will entertain that because I, like I said I know people that I respect who used matchmakers and are you currently using matchmakers and going on really great dates so I know that it can work um
1: absolutely that's yeah. how I met everyone that I've ever been with like Hotel lobbies
2: Harlem is so loud (laughs) Do y'all hear this shit?
1: Who's that yelling? (laughs) What he saying?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What he saying?
1: (laughs) All I hear is him yelling some shit But yeah, everyone I met was organically So that
0: moment that you spoke of uh, Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of the term meet cute?
1: Yes, actually recently No,
0: but I think that's what happens
2: when I meet people I know I be cute And they do too That's (laughs) why I went to meet their ass in the first fucking (laughs) place
0: So, uh, I'm going to share this term and Are where I'm saying from. the meat is cute. Cause that's, yep. that's
2: a different, it a gay.
0: So the meat cute, the uh, meet. usually referring to two characters in a film or a television show, oh. um, when they have an amusing or charming first encounter that leads to the development of a romantic relationship. Yep,
1: I'm into it.
0: Say it again. Um, one more time,
2: please.
1: A meat cute.
0: Uh, of two characters having an amusing or charming first encounter that leads to the development of a, ro- a romantic relationship.
2: Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking
0: about. Yep. I Basically, know it's that y'all
1: met in a cute way. Yeah.
0: Bottom yes. line. Yeah. Exactly. I met somebody in at
1: the bathroom
2: it. washing my hands on Sunday at this club. I should say <laughs> met because I had seen him before, <laughs> but like, we had, we had an exchange and we was washing hands and I walked up. You
1: think y'all met, they was like, oh, he at the bathroom. Let me yeah, the bathroom. <laughs> they
2: were standing there. So I walked up and once, and I looked up like, I think you so damn fine. Like he was like, I think you had some much fun. Boom. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? It went down like that. I like that. You see that's,
1: how I feel all giddy just hearing that? Like I need that. I don't, that's how I, it's
2: supposed to happen. You Swiping left to
1: right just don't really. Uh-uh. Cause that's how I like, I met. My, like, favorite relationship I met, um, funny enough, through Cheskalee. She had mm-hmm. an event that she had been invited to, and it was the opening of a hotel.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And down on um, Citizen, Citizen mm-hmm. M Hotel, it's like yes, in the, in the yes. 42nd yep. Street area. It had just opened, and she hit me and was like, yo, did you get invited to the Citizen M thing? I was like, no. She's like, you want to come with me? Bet. I, and it was pouring, raining. You know how I am. I was like, ah, I don't think I'm going to go. Because it was like, you know how it is. <laughs> um, it's pouring. <laughs> and something told me, get friend, your ass to that hotel. get your ass to that hotel. It's a cute event. And it wasn't even like I was looking for nobody. Funny enough, I actually hit someone that I was kicking it with and asked him if he wanted to come with me. Shout out to him. And he came with me. We pull up together on some cool shit. And I see the person sitting there. And I said, oh my God, because I, I brought Sand to the beach. But me and the person had an understanding. Like so I it those anything. Relationships
2: so it wasn't. We much. were cool. You, even if,
1: yeah, if he saw someone that which he did, so it was all love. Like we just had that coolness. Yeah. And we we're cool to this day. Like we're still cool. So that person. We played that game, y'all just kind of staring at each other all night, all night. Hours are passing. We're just staring at each other because what the event was, was they they basically let influencers each have a room. And so we stayed at that hotel the whole night. It was full of influencers and, and artists, musicians, producers, basically tastemakers. We all got our own room and your job was just to talk about the hotel on your IG stories. That's it.
2: So the hotel was fucking popping that night.
1: Literally an entire hotel full of tastemakers who were all spending the night. And it was free liquor, free food. And they got free promo. Literally, it was genius. I mean, I wouldn't say free because I'm sure that was costly. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. Free for us. So when I was headed back to my room, I'm cutting to go to the elevator. And he finally comes up to me and goes, you are so beautiful. I just have to say that to you, not even trying to be on no funny shit. I was like, I was like, well, the feelings mutual, obviously. And then he goes, Can I have your IG or something? And I said, I'll do you one better. And I put my phone in his phone. Ooh, 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 <laughs> and he was ooh, like, ooh. Shit. And then he texts me, like, Are you about to go to sleep? Are you coming back down? What's the plan? Long story short, a decade later.
3: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. Like we still been each other, you know, like that was an incredible relationship. And it's and that was a meet-cute. And to me, like, nothing feels like that. You know, yeah. like, nothing compares. I'm sorry. Nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but that's what
2: I want. That's, that's, that's what, what I, I like. To. That's what I enjoy. And that's what I am most most interested in, in being involved in. That Same. Moment.
1: Same. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it looks like for those who crave that but are a part of the app world might be able to get that from the app. The app might be able to help facilitate a meet cute. Uh, but first, let me just introduce you to the last couple of uh, people on the cast of Love Match, because I kind of want to talk about it a little bit later in the conversation mm-hmm. where they uh, where it's beneficial to have them. Um, but uh, I didn't introduce. Who did I introduce? Oh, I didn't introduce Shay. Oh, Ming. So there's Ming Clark. She's the <laughs> owner of Colorblind International. She basically it was a matchmaker and she had a client who became her husband after barely a year. Meanwhile, the clients wow. that she's Isn't looking to meet pleasure, are look- honey. <laughs> Okay, so they, you know, they meet them on a the job. Uh, meanwhile... <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Literally. Uh, meanwhile, clients who are looking to meet someone outside of their social or, or cultural circle um, go to Ming as she's recognized for supporting interracial romance. So she's the interracial matchmaker. So you got the matchmaking duo with okay. the coaching and stuff. You got the app. And now you got somebody for interracial dating. You know, if you're trying to find you one of them rich Africans or something, or you're trying to find you no, with a you white didn't. girl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, they you can not. do all that for you. Right, okay. Yeah,
2: yeah. You want an African, but you're not.
0: You want a white girl, but Right. Not. You know what I'm saying? This is who you okay. go to. Okay. <laughs> the precision. Also, uh, last person I want to introduce you to is Shay. Shay is a certified matchmaker, and she's the CEO of Middle Class Matchmaker. Uh, she basically helps c- uh, connect single middle class professionals uh, who are seeking a partner. So basically, you know, matchmaking is an expensive service which is usually tailored for the elite. So uh, Shay helps people that you know might be a little bit under that want to find somebody in case they don't want to do what they sell. Okay. So you have different tiers here of matchmaking, which I find interesting, especially because and I, the reason I talked about these people is because they're black and I didn't realize that it was this deep, but it also makes sense. So and then watching the show, she uh, Shay actually in particular had a client who uh, was a bisexual female. She said she had a high sex drive. She was open to date, uh, dating bisexual men. And so it was uh, actually it was actually cool watching her have her journey with her dates. One of her dates, her date called her sis and she was like, you know. You know, I, I can't date him because he sissed me. Like, he girled me. Like, don't girl me or whatever. Mm. So it's just like, damn, yeah. But she did end up with a, another uh, bisexual male. Uh, so it was like, oh, okay, cool. So it was cool that they documented so many different things throughout the season. Um, now, that was just one of the shows that I watched for the inspiration. And today, we had a great conversation on that. And now that you have what matchmaking is, and we've talked about the meet cute, I want to tell you about a show on Netflix, which is the conversation that uh, Fran and I had <laughs> there's a show on Netflix called The Future Of, and on episode two, it's basically discussing the future of dating. And they give uh, possibilities of where things could go or grow, um, where they're at now, and how they uh, basically could, there's the potential and how things could grow and develop. So the reason that I'm offering this is, and I offered it from, you know, a Black perspective first. And, you know, I did the... uh the inventions by black people so if there's a black person that's working in this you know kind of arena or looking to switch jobs there might be some money here you know whether you're looking to matchmake or you're trying to get into some of this stuff that might come out in the future might come out might not who knows it's fake like the metaverse but look at all that money that went into that before it happened um or before it truly became like a a streamlined mainstream thing anyway future of dating uh, oh, yeah, shout out to uh, Journey Smollett. She is narrating. And also <laughs> shout out to my friend Christian oh, yeah. Roberts. He's an uh, He's like one of the people in this episode. I used to work with him at a restaurant, and it was just very funny that, the, that he was in it. Uh, but anyway, we talked about Meet Cute. And on this show, they talk about like a potential Meet Cute mode that apps could uh, potentially develop. The problem with apps, as they, they uh, explore on the, the series, is that a lot of people are on them, but there's not a very high success rate so now this is kind of like they're discussing basically if matchmaking became uh if they if it became if we use a, a matchmaking algorithm as opposed to having people do it now they're gonna try to have the technology do it let me break down like oh. a little bit of this first right
3: interesting. um
0: it's interesting but it's also like oh because because when you think about some of the technology that's been developed and how it could work in tandem with this uh feature in the future is kind of mind boggling, but it's also a little fucked up. Um, one of the things that I'm talking about when I say that is, uh, you know, like the Apple watch or even like the Android smartwatch, how that stuff can like gauge your like expiration and your heart rate and all that. It's funny that all that. Yo, expiration. Like when you're going to tell you, you're going to die. Perspiration. Well, expiration, perspiration, you know, same thing. I don't want <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. <expiration. laughs> Ah. Hey, if it, could take, if it could take my inspiration I kind of want to know like, oh, I'm, I'm pressing that be tab you that. Keep that. Gonna <laughs> be ready. I was going to put it um, on your toe <laughs> <laughs> what if apps help facilitate matchmaking on a deeper level using our information mm, um, meet okay. cute mode was what they they called it and this is basically when the app sets you on a date with the, the partner of your dreams so instead of opening up the app and swiping left or right imagine it's been years of that or Imagine the app only lets you do that for a week or so, and then it learn it learns about you. Um, mm. So from that, it'll gauge a compatibility of your biometric data, which was you know the sweat and uh, perspiration uh, wearables, which could be like an Apple Watch, and AI, which would be the virtual matchmaker understand. to set you up, <laughs> 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 like Lil shout
1: shout to- little Michaela, little Michaela is your matchmaker. Remember Lil to Mikaela? set you up with
0: someone desirable. <laughs> Wouldn't that be so- fucked up? Wouldn't it be fucked up if your your match is somebody? It's like put on your Oculus and it's fucking Lil Michaela? <laughs> oh like, my god! your
1: so made as a damn robot. And, and,
0: and she, and you go see go her go ass, down. and she goes, "Unfortunately, it's ain't coming. no bitch real enough for you." So here I am, like
1: <laughs> you I have would to be make pissed. someone for you, friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would be pissed. Don't plug everything um, in
2: the damn house.
1: But can I can I ask y'all a quick question? Yeah, come on. Okay.
0: Oh, my God. Don't, no, 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 no.
1: <laughs> it's going to be a very frank question. Yes. <laughs> okay. Don't you think, though, that there's something that you lose by that level of precision in dating? Because I, I've i learned so much about myself through all the relationships I've been in, in, like, the confusion, the challenges, the beauty of it. You know, like, there's something that is important about almost being mismatched sometimes you know what I'm saying like I'm not saying you gotta go through life struggling to to know yourself I'm not saying that at all but I do think I've learned how to coexist with people through the like evolving or rather the revolving door (laughs) of people that you you date and be with you know what I'm saying so I'm curious like is it almost a disservice to your human development to be put into an algorithm to find your match. Does that make sense?
2: I think it is yeah. if you are a person who lived in a time where that wasn't available. And so mm-hmm. you know what the experience is like meeting people otherwise. And Got this you. is this is a, a fine line that I try to Just really manage personally, because I don't ever want to be the old, out-of-touch-ass nigga who is hating on the new methods or the new ideas. The way our
1: old folks talk to us. I get that, too. I don't
2: want to hate on no new ideas, right? I also don't want to be no nigga off of no damn app. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I don't want to do that either. So I just have to find a sweet spot and hope and pray that I find myself in spaces where I do encounter fascinating people who I think are special that Mm -hmm. I can form some sort of connection with. That being said, I'm also not gonna hate on person B who does use these apps and is loves you know, them and is serious to them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I don't take that shit serious to me if you want an app, that's if you want to fuck somebody or looking for something for that night or whatever. But there are people who have found literally the loves of their lives on Tinder on yep. twitter on, on, instant, on any on dating apps on riot the one where you have to be Especially invited Ryan. or whatever like right
1: because that's more intentional yeah, yeah so
2: so i'm not hating on it i'm not even gonna be the person who says that's just not for me because i feel like that's hater code language too i right. just think it's that, like
1: it's like secret judgment that because i don't, right. that, cause I don't, don't mean me that either. at all my no. friends have been rocking with some people off of them apps
2: and, and ain't nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. And it's also mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that being the new normal moving forward. Our old asses are going to die. And we're not right. going to be here. And it's set- a
1: technological age. Right.
2: You have to yeah. move forward with the times. But that also doesn't mean you have to then compromise a personal desire you have for a certain type of yes. connection with a potential partner. Right? Well so- said. I'll meet you at the party for Raya. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Right. Maybe that's the compromise. Maybe that's how we intersect here. At the launch. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so, Mm -hmm. no. So, that's, I hope that answers your question.
0: (laughs) I mean, I agree with, well, I agree with Dustin because honestly, it's just where this timeline has developed into. Like, mm -hmm. there were like the Craigslist personals back in the day or the Yahoo message boards and chat rooms and shit. Like, and from there, it was like, what if there was just something dedicated to this? You know, like, then it, it evolves into the app as opposed... To, so there is, like, a, a culture or a subset of people, maybe, that have always kind of sought technology for certain things that...
1: AOL before, chats.
0: Yeah, before it wasn't even, like, a thing. Like, our parents ain't have no damn AOL chats. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we showed <shall Like>, <laughs> In, in, in their movies, they were still talking through uh tin cans with the string connected to it. So it's like... <laughs> now we looking at old cell phones like damn that cell phone ain't even got like a camera on it like it's crazy how things have developed so quickly so that dating became like because it was such a place to make you know money and still is it just became like a, a place to capitalize so it unfortunately has entered the arena so this is a, a direction um or person b as dustin called him one direction this is a, <laughs> literally a direction that we're going in so um just to state some stuff from uh, in the future of the future of dating on Netflix, uh, episode two, dating. Uh, the future of is what it's called, but the dating is the episode because they have episodes on mm-hmm, like all sorts of shit mm-hmm. and how it can uh, develop in the future. But in 2020, 270 million people use dating apps, whether it was for love, hookups, et cetera. But only 12% of US users have found committed partners. So like, you know, to what you're saying, friend, it's like, it's not even really... Like, you can go on there and swipe all day, but, like, it's a very small percentage of people that are really finding what they're looking for in there. So it's not like it's more efficient. So why are we – I guess these things that might come up could make it more efficient if they wanted to add this humanistic element for people that definitely are missing out on it from just swiping. I believe that data
2: can be a bit misleading, though, because I – believe wholeheartedly that the vast majority of people who are using these apps are not even pursuant of an actual long-term connection with someone or a relationship.
0: Oh no, it's there just are under under guys right. of love but hook, most people hookups are on there trying to
2: fuck so when you see these these statistics right where they say that only what was it? Twelve percent of
0: people. Twelve percent found sort of, committed relationships, yeah. and
1: that's happening off the apps.
0: My point exactly. Right. You don't and even I also, have to
1: be on an app for somebody to just want to smash. You like, don't. That's just where but I hate it people when people they make happen. when they
2: offer those statistics, which make it seem dismal for people like me and you, friend, who mm-hmm. are, are less than interested. It almost makes us even more convinced that we have it right to to not be, you know, relying upon the app when it's really not an accurate statistic because most of the people who are engaging with this app are not even looking for a long-term relationship. You know what I mean? It'd be a better, I guess, metric to use if you got the number of people who were looking for a relationship and out of that group of people, how many of them were successful that may be a
0: bit more encouraging to other people. Like, because that
2: other number little further, yeah. I, I feel I like they
0: don't I feel like they don't do it that way because they know it's deceptive. They know that people are there to hook up. And this is just the percentage of people that ended up in committed relationships. Out of so home, like they know though. that it's my point. Out, out of, of what pool. But, the, but that's what I'm saying. So like if they pull it, some of those people they're all just some might just still be like half that pool of whatever it is might just be there to fuck. So of course I'm a be hit relationship because I know this is a, the relationship pool, but I'm just here to fuck. So like, <laughs> even if they were to minimize it to that data, that dot, data might be fucked up too. So I see what you're saying, but the they've
2: now because I guarantee the, you, if they no, actually listen, surveyed the people and not fuck what they put on the app, if you, if you enter in a, a, a list of questions with the people who use this app and say, what was your intention signing up for the app? Honestly, anonymously, were you here to pursue a sexual tryst or whatever the fuck, or were you here to actually find a life partner? That's what I'm saying. Out of the people who say I was here to find a life partner, Survey that group of people and see who was successful at actually securing that. Yeah. I feel like it's more accurate on what the power of the app is mm-hmm. as opposed to just using the general pool of the niggas that's on it. because most of them niggas are on there just to <laughs> hook up. It's just the truth. It's true. So give me a number based on the people who are there for that reason so it doesn't just seem like it's no hope. You know what I'm saying? Whatsoever because a 12% success rate, that ain't going to encourage nobody to sign up. <laughs>
0: Well, it's not. to well. They're, they're giving you these numbers in this way for a reason. And you have to watch the episode. That's what I'm telling you all the episode, just in case I'm uh, misinforming or misleading anyway. But um, it does state that half of overall users anyway report becoming frustrated with using the damn apps, you know, for whether whether they're not getting what they want or they getting too much of the other thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But one other thing that they noted that was really interesting to me was that apps collect data that we know of. You know, from that information that you give it, you know, age, uh, location, what you're looking for, even if it's a lie. But there's also data that we aren't aware of that the apps collect. So when we're like having our conversations, the app is reading all of those things, uh, how long it takes you to respond to somebody, how long you've been on somebody's profile. All of these things are going into consideration. Well, because they collect this information, and to your point, uh, Dustin, apps actually can amplify, well, to another point, I guess, rather, uh, but apps actually can amplify our biases and even our subconscious biases And the, one of the things They bring up in this part is racism Which is really real because um, You know just to get a little bit Too much into my business you know I was showing friend that I was on an app And that I was, was showing wild. her <laughs> <laughs> How white every neighborhood was. And every I was like, I just
3: white. wish,
0: and maybe, maybe this is my and this is my conscious bias. You know, I just wish there was a box for me to tick, you know, black. You know, even <laughs> if it's something fancy like buy POC or something, like I just need a different button because it just was not yeah, I just need I need I needed that. That just was very um disappointing. Um, but they I quoted dating apps make biased choices because people do. Um, that, that was for me because I make the biased choice that I would like to date someone of color. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to kick it with me and, you know, go international. Not yet. I've always said that I'm an equal opportunity employer, but I've actually never really needed to employ outside of, uh, the opportunities I provide. Anyway, um, <laughs> they talked to a, a neuroscientist, uh, Moran Surf. He's a professor of business and neuroscience. He says, in the future, the more data that we have, the better that uh, we're going to be able to give you options that are better. Not just ask you what you want and give you that uh, ellipses, but actually learning about you. So this segment really is for people that they, for whatever reason, because because it is part of our society. Because And y'all know that and y'all acknowledge that. Like, this is like a form of social media. Like, there are people that, sp- I, I, I did the app. Well that particular app and I don't care about that swipe shit like I just don't do it too much I guess because I'm a scroller I don't really want to swipe so which is random but people do spend a lot of their time swiping left and right trying to you know I guess give the algorithm what it wants because we know that these algorithms are watching everything that we do I wish Instagram would watch that I don't want to see people that I do not follow stuff but they are going to keep showing me that type of stuff. Well, when they Um,
2: spend the time swiping left or right, cause they're like reviewing the people that's on there. Right. It would make sense to me that they swipe a lot left and right. Cause you want to go through until you find something you like. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: That's why I wish there was a filter. So I could kind of like, so how did it it affect the algorithm, the algorithm? Well, the algorithm is, you know, you're telling it what you do like and what you don't like. And sometimes if you're spending too much and this is all just because this data might be used somewhere for any of these things. Right. This is the information that basically it's picking up on to try to figure out, you know, maybe you do like this type of person or maybe this is something that you're interested. They also go through this whole thing on the show about uh, a woman. I guess she was like in a damn MRI machine. And they kept showing her pictures, which this is where they fucked me up with data. And on the app, in the MRI. Well, well, no. So they were trying to say they were basically this. Uh, it, she wasn't on the app. They were just basically testing her to see her reactions to certain things and find that part of her brain oh. that likes the images that she sees. But then they were sending that information, like, because she was like, I could be looking at the love of my life that it can tell me that, like, I can visualize that. But then oh, they say I remember over that, that scene, it was right? like
1: they they found they found some data through scans that there's parts of your brain that literally light up (laughs) depending on who you're seeing. And they're trying to figure out like, can, if they were to scan you, will they know that you've just seen the love of your life? Like that type of, that was what that segment was about. And that was
2: cool. It was cool. Old school and argue and fight till we figure it out.
0: (laughs) Well, no, I mean, look, Man, you don't even got to do that. that cheat kiss, a, sheet.
1: kiss a couple frogs, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> they, they did, they did offer that. Whatever that region was, you know, it also might be the same region that activates when you know you're enjoying chocolate or thinking about right. your favorite, right. oh, exactly. like yeah, that, that shit. dopamine
1: so, kind of like serotonin, like all that. They're just testing out, like, does the person that you, when you swipe and you see someone you want. What parts of your brain light up and why?
2: I don't know about what parts of my brain, but honey, I can tell you what parts of my body light <laughs> up, and I can tell you why. Okay. How much time we got?
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know that is funny. Ooh. Well, actually, no, I guess that would that might just go on the hookup. Well, unless you were so the, this this whole section goes into it, it takes all this information and basically says you know Sorry. if there was an AI that was really dedicated to learning about all of this information and They're how people... Hungry. It's getting worse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did it say that? Did the data that they mined,
0: did, co- did it collect that, Asante? I'm just trying to finish it. I'm
1: laughing because we've all been working all day and, and I, we're all hungry. <laughs> and
0: I, look, I am very, we're very so hungry, hungry, but I just want to like plow through it. It's been I a long
1: wanna, day. We got this. Look,
0: Let's I wanted it to be a nice... I wanted it to be a nice meaty conversation. No, so meaty. I,
1: I love it. <laughs> look, it.
0: So, does this mean y'all ready for me to rap? Because I will. I just, you know, wanted to make sure I was hitting my mark.
1: No, 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 we're rapping. No no, 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 we're look, just acknowledging listen, that we're balls.
0: No, <laughs> no, listen, yeah. look, because I am. Look, because because you entered the word into like I am hungry. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> please let me know. No, if no, we no. Can. no, 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 yeah, no. I, I, I like do this combo. It too. It's my stomach. <laughs> <laughs> Well, basically, this whole conversation is about, um, I mean, they're taking this data, potentially another way that artificial intelligence and these algorithms could be used to create another mainstream money monster. What if this data could be used not only to figure out what you like, but figure out how to set you up with with what you like, where you like, like make it a meet cute situation. So what you and friend, what you Dustin and you friend already love so much, they want to bring that feeling uh, to technology and this is how they're going to make that work collide. It's no and honestly, me I mean, I wasn't going to ask if you want to do it or not. No, I mean, right, right, of right. Of the idea I already, in
2: general, like, I feel like, why do we always want to cheat sheet to shit?
0: Happenstance. That's
1: why I asked. Is, is this a disservice to human development? Because like, socializing, literally dating. literally is
0: straight people's fault. Like, this is what y'all want. Like, y'all want to make it easier to find partners and stuff like that. So that's why it's like...
1: I love that you said straight people. I feel like I mean gays definitely doing it too.
0: But my
2: my thing is just. Oh well no, the gays
0: we kept we we put the most money into the apps, I feel like.
2: My thing is just a big part of the motivating factor to do the work in a relationship or in a courtship, even when you're pursuant of somebody, is based on the reciprocal energy. And if you are literally prompted to be in this space with me based on a, meeting some sort of criteria or whatever i just i'm gonna get over you quick oh, you can meet all the criteria on this list and this per, this machine or whatever can say you're the love of my life right but i feel like okay yeah you here and now okay this is it you know all right so now you <laughs> just we do a deep sigh and but just start right. living like what do we do you know what you're, i'm saying you get like, married like, and then you cheat with the motherfucker that you were supposed to meet in the first place. You know what I'm saying? That you meet randomly. <laughs> I know you did oh my it. god. Like, and does, okay, it, this cha- is really and does funny. it change
1: and does it change, does it change your desire to work through things with the person too? If you know that you got a whole list of other motherfuckers that like are quote unquote part of your algorithm. How about that? You know what I'm saying? Like that's why I feel like it's a <laughs> disservice to the things person that you B, work like out in relationships about yourself. That's how I feel. I've learned feel so way. much about myself through my relationships. Cause I'm also not someone that is like, I'm just dating to marry. Like I date to learn too, you know, right. like there's so much information About
0: burn and burn, honey. Yeah, but (laughs) honestly, that's why, friend. I mean, we, you and I both may be in this. We outliers. Like, you know, we're trying to be complete whole human beings, but like when it's younger people and they get on these apps. Yeah, like, like this is, they're they're making this market for this new younger generation. Like, of course, it's older people and not us that are complaining about how the dating landscapings work. So they're, creating this scenario where it's like well what if you know from all this data like what if you know the young kids because they always upload on instagram and tiktok and they already know what they like what if all this information one day could lead to them finding the like i am wondering it just got really soft on my head really fast i have to slow down um i just think that they're trying to make it one way for what it might be for the future of us versus what it is now and what we're going to be able to to deal with and put up with because the people now of course, there's going to be like that weird disconnect of like, uh, what the fuck is that? Or, oh, yeah, I'm really into that. That's the only place that I go to. So like this is literally like um, if there was another mode. So like, you know, you, you're doing the swipe left, swipe right mode, like or you're doing the, you know, you can message somebody. What if this is like another mode where it's like, all right, well, meet cute is the mode that they called it. Uh, let me hit meet cute. And <laughs> the fact that it has a name up.
1: is funny. I hate, you know, it's you just know, like it, it that's just really thing the world we're they're in. doing there.
0: It really is because people want to be set up or match made, so now what if the app could do it for you? you know it's another it's another job being taken. Uh, it's just another okay. industry for somebody to make some money some way, so this is how they're doing it. They're saying, you know what we give these apps all of our data anyway. What if we could create this algorithm to help you find the love of your life or the person of your dreams and you pay that you know subscription fee but uh I forgot which uh which uh, I think it was match they were like the, the website where you uh, come to delete the app. It was, uh, it was, it was one of those apps like match or Tinder or something like that. And their slogan was where you come to the, the app, the app you're supposed to delete because they wanted you to actually find I the like love that. of your life Oh,
1: hinge. I think it's hinge. hinge. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I so, remember seeing that slogan on the train.
0: <laughs> yeah. I told you, this is all Shout the out. people. This but is all you know, part of the industry. And it Go is ahead.
1: consumerism at the end of the day. Everything is being put in a nice package. You can buy bottom line. That's it. That's the bottom everything. line to me. yeah. Literally everything. They want you to buy your groceries on an app. They want you to find your partner on an app. They want you to buy your clothes on an app. Like, that's just the point. That, to me. Um, but I also think it's, a, we, which we've had this conversation about the split that's happening in society where, there are people who are like, I can't do this shit no more, and they're going off the grid. They're getting their farms. They're worried right. about their families. They're Even like the pulling, getting
2: thrown out <laughs> <Stop them. laughs>
1: They are wow. They are trying to get closer to themselves and like. You know, that just threw me off. I can't even get to them.
2: And they threw them out. Get out. Get your asses out. Come over here writing that lying ass book. Go
0: ahead. Friend. And
1: then you have the people, and, and I'm saying this without judgment. Then yeah. you have the people who are not interested in none of that shit. They want convenience, okay? If they can get their child brought to them on an app, they would. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Yes. Like, they're like, I just want my life to be as easy as possible. And if I can pay for it, great. And a lot of us play into Dustin, a lot of us play into that in different capacities because I definitely am someone that orders the fuck out of my groceries before I go get them. You know, like I've gotten to a point where I used to always be in stores in the and trying shit on. I couldn't tell you the last time I tried anything on because now I just order it online, wait till it comes. If it don't fit, I'm either lazy and it's in my closet still in a tag. Or I send it back, or a friend comes and takes it, whatever the case may be, we all play into this. Right. With and- you know, at your comfort level. But I do think there's a split in society where it's like there are people who are headed towards the technological age, full body, yes. They're like, I'm in. People remember we talked about people that are even taking like. Uh, I mean, doing the surgeries that are making them half man, half AI or half robot just because it makes their brain use more. Yeah, the implants that makes their brain use more of its capacity. So there are people that like that's their shit. And then there's people like me that now live in fucking Oregon (laughs) because I'm trying to figure out how to slowly start backing away from how integrated technology has been in my life, I should say so. Just two different people. That's all it is. And
2: I think there's room for both. I think absolutely. My, my, um, you want. Right. My 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 lack of desire to meet a partner digitally, right, does not mean that that's a wrong thing to do, or that it's not okay for for people who, do, you know, that is easier for who feel more inclined to participate in that way. I ain't mad at them. <laughs> like y'all can do it. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think nothing is wrong with it. There are all sorts of cases of social anxiety and, and different things that make people less than comfortable in that space. And if mm-hmm. this is something that, that can assist them in finding the fucking love of their life, who are me to judge? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, no. And so- even
1: and even with... um. Cause that can be, I can see how that can be a bit ableist too. Not everyone can be out here looking for the love of their life, you know what I'm saying? Right. Not everyone is welcomed into social settings uh, and rooftop parties and wherever else you meet. Not, it's there's some people that literally can barely leave their house for whatever reason. So, I also want to be fair to that too, you know, like apps aren't just for the people that are like. Moving in the technological age, but it can very well be for people that have no other way to meet people. There are people that right. live in places because we're also spoiled New Yorkers. You go outside and there's a thousand people on the street. Yes that Lord. is right. not Soon the as case. We
2: get done tonight. <laughs> I'm going to eat somewhere. And like smile. if I
1: had, if I had been born here, <laughs> if I had been born here, let's say you when I go outside my house right now, I can stand outside my house for ten minutes. <laughs> I could stand outside my house for 10 minutes and probably and maybe. Friend, not, no, maybe. <laughs> no, listen. In those 10 minutes, I may see two people and a dog. Do and you know one, of you, <laughs> one of them, you.
2: One of them, your reflection. And no. one of them
1: is the motherfucker asking about my <laughs> goddamn garden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like in New York, we're spoiled Ooh. too. Like, you go outside, you. I mean, it's a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs>
2: okay. So we you, also have to we pain, also, my, <laughs> my, tell you what you're gonna be pulling to the side and to the front.
1: <laughs> I also have to consider that. You know what I'm saying? That is an accessibility conversation as well. Outside sure. of just like convenience. Yeah.
2: And and it also, to be clear, at least for me, and I'm damn it I'm gonna speak for you too. This is a preference issue. This is not. Ain't yeah. nobody vilifying yeah. the apps or meeting them for the myriad of reasons that we both just offered up. In addition to, God damn it, if that's what the fuck you want to do, that's true. Sometimes do. it's just easier, and, shit. Ain't, and right. it ain't nothing wrong with that. I'm looking for a that. thing
1: tonight, and if that's I ain't what got you want to do.
2: Do you? I like to look for my things in person, so I can, you know, I like to try and go
0: to the fitting room, so to speak. <laughs> so you know, that's just not the me. This, like you know, dry. maybe some. Maybe some people ain't got no money to be out, and you know they are and, 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 and if being that's the being social case,
1: is expensive.
0: Yeah,
2: especially
0: and, in and this
1: economy. <laughs> we'll
2: talk about that later. There's layers to that conversation. I just want it's you to know not. that before we, before I let go of it, I'm holding the <laughs> ankle of the conversation right now because I want you to know there's it. something else. you are gonna let it go for the sake of the thing.
0: And also for some, you know, as you were saying earlier, Dustin, it could be like an anxiety thing. And for some, it could be a safety issue, which is odd to think of because we think of so many. Well, I personally, because I thought it was an interesting part of a conversation I had with somebody else and they did not request to be named. And I think I should not. But anyway, they were saying for some people, because I thought it was a wild take. But I was like, well, I guess I could see it that way. I never thought of it that way. But they were like, for some people, there's a safety in the apps. And I thought to myself, like even with like Craigslist killers and all that stuff, like you think it's like safe? And he was like, Yeah, for some people, it's the safety and knowing, like I have your information if I need to, you know, get you arrested or something, like at my fingertips, or if I'm going to your place, I know where to find your ass. Or, there Shit. were just so many things. I'm like, I never really thought I don't about, know that. about like, that
2: one though, because it's so many damn people you hear of that have. Terrible experiences from people on these. I mean, there's
1: whole documentaries. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, targeting
2: people mm -hmm. who are not like same sex loving men or whatever they present to be on the app, they're not really that. They're luring people into private, closed spaces to harm them in whatever way, rob rob them, them. kill them, all kind of shit. Yeah. So, to me, I, I guess if they mean safety, in I don't know, but safety is such a specific word. Like, to me, maybe they meant they're eliminating. You know, the risk of being around somebody that they don't want to be on if they meet certain criteria. I don't know, but to me, it's not. I hear what
0: you're saying, right? And and that's what I'm saying. Like, normally, that's the the, take. Normally, those are Mm -hmm. the takes that we hear. So it was interesting to hear someone find it safer. Did they because offer they, up any that other was,
2: reason for coming to that determination? That it's so well, they said
1: is just I mean, you have I'm their saying. info. Like, yeah, you, let's you, you say have something happens, you could be like if, posted on Twitter and be like, y'all, this guy right here, this picture, right. you know what I'm saying? Versus meeting a
0: stranger out, you never learn their name or the they tell you whatever The odds of you, you having a picture okay. of a
1: person you see on the street are low. Like, when are you going to take a picture of that person? So I guess that part I understand, like, I've seen girls do that. They'll post a whole damn profile and be like, don't go, you know, out with this person. He's a rapist Child, and he's yes. this. And sometimes it says his whole shit, his name, okay. his picture. So that I get. You do have their information, if it's even their real information. But I'm not See, saying you're wrong, Destin, because right that's what... You know, like, yeah. how how look, I'm not saying
0: you're wrong. Yeah. I'm saying that's what my first thought was when they, were, and they offered this up to me. I'm like i never i mean okay like
1: if it it makes them feel safer then that's and that and and they can't
0: be the only person to think something like that too so i was just kind of like okay i'm sure i'm like when you put it like that like if i do have the information at my fingertips i could see like because you know what type of people we are so like i don't really want to like be in a position where i gotta blow someone up over the internet or something like that but i guess you know screenshot for the cops and stuff like all right cool like but anyway, that was just a weird random aside. I don't even know why I entered that part of the conversation. Um, and I'm glad <laughs> that I did not say who said that. Now, um, well, so back to talking consumerism. Candy,
2: talk, talking like candy, bottom of what that even <laughs> when they even saying?
0: Back to consumerism, it. <laughs> and it's the last point that I'm going to make, and then we can move on. They were talking about wearables. Uh, of course, you know they can't make a portable MRI machine. Uh, you know, and that's why I offered up the Apple Watch and the smartwatch earlier like before because, date, like,
1: date for your blood type.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> you know it's trying to pick up. I mean, maybe that might Surprise. be
1: a <laughs> Oh, You know that book is coming. Got your
0: blood type on my bio.
2: <laughs>
1: Jesus.
0: <laughs> so. <laughs> it's crazy that you could one day download an app on your phone and instead of, uh, you know, and when you hit the meet cute mode, that it'll start to read, you know, all of the newer technology that we have. Right. So let's say you have on the Apple watch and you got on the Apple glasses and they're picking up your eye movements and you've been working with all your other smart home tech. And when you hit meet cute mode, what if, and it didn't really offer up this much perspective, but this is really just my imagination. What if people were using all of this, right? And they really thought, because this is very Black Mirror, which they also mentioned in the show. But, like, what if people one day did have all their, like, smart home stuff, and they're, like, paying attention to their diets, and they're logging all of their, like, pheromones and all that bullshit. So when they go into this meat cute mode, they are actually trying to get mashed up with someone, and they're like, okay, well, you know, <laughs> what if you hit it the mode, and it's like, all right, girl, well, you ain't been taking your vitamins, so you don't need to meet no niggas today. Like, wouldn't they be fucked up? But it also would be kind of real. would be like They're you know. Like, at you least seem the like you're a little sad.
1: To... Go read a book. <laughs> right.
0: Like, don't you think you want to have some therapy before you, uh, you know, right. have your next date or something like that? Like, that would be kind of cool. But also a little fucked up in case the uh, that is wrong. Who could voice they it? Did...
2: Whose voice could they use?
0: Morgan I don't mind to be Karisha.
2: Northwest. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's like, stop. I don't mind to be Carisha. <laughs> she puts up the sign as a stop. Before you
0: press the button. <laughs> 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 or, Ooh, I took or, myself or, out with that. Or, one. It's time to meet niggas, so you know what she holding up. <laughs> 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 Would she tell them, "Are you
1: homeless?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. North Child. If it's oh, it's
2: Braxton. <laughs> 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 no. <laughs>
1: First oh, be, of all. No, be ah.
2: Simone. We should be like, baby girl. Don't go. <laughs> oh, my God. Who should go date? You should not go no. date. Why <laughs> are you, why are you doing
0: date?
2: the lead? <laughs> <supposed to date? laughs>
0: they were giving examples on the show that, <laughs> that how me cute snort, mode. That okay. <laughs> net- it. okay? Nancy. Imagine it tells you to go get net- it. Net- No.
2: <laughs> Wait, why are
0: you going? <laughs> Okay, Why that nigga late? That's the one I want. See? Why nah. he's late? Nah. <laughs> he better be paying for this date. We ain't going I gave ass. you the pheromones.
2: I told you the numbers. And you still <laughs> waiting on him. Come on. It's ridiculous. <laughs>
0: but you know, that was actually another mode we didn't talk about. They were saying that what if this technology could, you know, potentially also offer you some sort of coaching. So it's like, imagine... What? So, so this shit it? would do everything and for you. It, it would coaching. literally apparently match you with who you're supposed to be matched with and they're supposed to set you up on a date that y'all both supposed to like and then the the algorithm has to fucking coach you through the fucking date so i was like this is too much (laughs) like but it again we it's all consumerism they were you know introducing this thought because we're going to have to do something with this data that we're all collecting from, you know, Instagram and Facebook. Some people are going to use this data for, you know, whatever reason they're trying to apply this to dating and how it could also be used. So I just thought that this was a very interesting episode. And this was uh, basically he's saying, I'm inter-
2: Alexa, y'all. That's what he's saying. Go
0: ahead. Listen, I don't remember who I was telling, but I was telling someone, you know, those when those spam comments come up and they don't speak proper English and stuff. I'd be feeling like it's the electronics trying to like practice. Cause you know how to, you know. Alexa they learn enable-
1: from us by b- being immersed in our comments and what we write on Twitter. Didn't you? Don't you remember? They said like some AIs became so evil because they had them on Twitter. <laughs>
0: I mean, they had to like shut
1: down the fucking accounts and shit because they were like, wow, humanity is so fucked up that the AIs were like literally becoming evil just from being immersed in our conversations on Twitter. I've seen
0: Terminator. I've seen Eagle Eye. The technology always turns. It it always sees it always sees humans and it's like, oh, y'all motherfuckers are still riding around in cars like y'all don't care about y'all planet. Y'all got to go like (laughs) and just immediately it's doomsday. So this is just one step closer to doomsday. We're going to give the algorithm all of our business and tell them how to match us up. And then it's going to figure out how to kill us all. So (laughs) I wanted to offer that up in case a Black person wants to develop the technology behind any of these. So maybe they could introduce some sort of care or some sort of, you know, um, kill switch, any of the above. Or also just participate in this new wearables game that might come up from this type of technology. That's one thing I didn't really touch on outside of the Apple Watch. But uh, there were just random articles about these devices that could either tell you if you know people are into you basically it was like there okay hold on i'm gonna just tell you about it real quick and then we gonna be done because i was looking <laughs> at these things and i was like, uh, like that. anyway <laughs> the, there's a sensory wearable um this article is from 2017 and it's on TechCrunch. uh basically it's called ripple it's uh ripple
1: like b or rip, P?
0: Ripple, oh, ripple r-i-p-p-l-e like that milk okay so the answer to smartphones stealing our presence and peripheral vision is a sensory device called ripple that's on the lookout for admiring glances on its wearer's behalf. So basically, it's a wearable extension of your body. Um, when it finds someone, it gives you sens- it, when it finds someone, it gives you sensorial feedback. So basically, it looks like this little headband, and it's like a little. It just got a bunch of little tentacles, and it's colored. And I guess when somebody likes you, it'll change colors. And it's like it, it just was dumb, what? and I was like, I don't really know how to throw that in there. So that's how I threw first one right they there said the that
2: it would let you know people was <laughs> glancing at you. Motherfucker, they looking at you because you got this crazy ass headband on with colored tentacles. (laughs) That's why the motherfuckers is looking at you. What you mean? That couldn't have made it no more conspicuous. Like why? Oh Oh, come come on! on. That's what I'm saying. I was like, this is this Burning Man. Like, (laughs) where where are you supposed to wear that (laughs) midsummer?
0: Come on, man. Mm. It says, albeit given that the wearer would be wearing what looks like two large and trembling silver-tipped sea (laughs) anemones in their shoulders, um, it's entirely possible they'll garner more than the average number of side Mm. eyes. Still, who knows what the future of fashion fashion will look like let alone the future of dating. So this was another article talking about the future of dating and that and wearable technology being implemented into it. Right. Um, there were there were articles from this year about so. Uh, but that one about the shoulders wanna... was from 2017, uh-huh. right? Yeah, that's but that why. one had been making some rounds for some years. Like, I saw ARC on 2015 from it. And I was like, oh, so y'all still think that this is going to be... I don't know. Hopefully, the Kickstarter didn't get funded. I'm sorry, that's really rude. That's terrible, but I just don't want to see that in the street. I just don't want to. I'm sorry. I mean, I but yes. I
1: mean it's going to keep evolving. It'll probably I mean, some it's something big else head cuter to wear, and or will be a ring at some point, or like it'll be a like a ring. necklace. That's and it's like, ooh,
0: on. you lighting up, girl! Somebody yeah, killing like you. Yeah, like a mood. Remember cute. mood rings? How the mood they rings, would change yes. colors based yes. on like the temperature now, of your
1: body or whatever. Maybe this will be how something I- along the lines of that.
0: Like a mood ring, you know, and it's like, oh, okay, like, but if you're if it's trying to say your mood, and it's like, nigga, don't talk to me, like that would actually be really cute too. So that like, would well, actually be really
1: like, funny if like everyone had these rings that would change temperatures based on how they feel when you stand next to them, and the <laughs> <laughs>
2: couples be like, Aw, ask each other questions. Like, okay,
1: bitch, <laughs> why, why the fuck is your ring, ring black? yellow? Yeah,
2: <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? My shit blue.
1: And then you walk into the supermarket and you see someone fine, you hide your ring like I don't want no problems.
2: Turn it around. <laughs> I got it. Turn the rings around.
1: <laughs> Turn the rings. All right.
2: Well <laughs> For your wife be cussing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: turn you be, be like, bitch, now. did your ring just turn green for that dude? Be like, no.
0: Okay. It's like, the ring don't lie. It's like, I'm standing next to you, nigga. That's it's why it's ringed It's you. Uh,
2: Baby, uh, it's let you. Let it be a cock ring. You really want to really really shake the table. Tell your nigga put that on and see what color it turn when a bad motherfucker walk by. See, you tell me then.
0: <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. y- you check the app. Like oh, not equal rights using this technology. I'm letting y'all know right now. Okay, well,
3: there
0: there just go a few uh fresher developments in how this technology could be implemented. This was That's a great right. conversation. I love this having was with fun. You all. This is yeah. really um, fun. Asante. Bravo Thank did not pay you. me, but I feel like because it was a black cast, I had to mention Love Match Atlanta, especially since it was black matchmakers, which was something that I didn't hear much about. You know, yeah, so I, I thought that, that was interesting.
1: It was a show. I'm gonna definitely list- watch yeah, it. Uh, yeah, they just
0: wrapped the first season, so you can binge it. All, um, was there okay? Yeah, so uh, you can binge that, and then you can also check out uh the Netflix show, um, The Future of. And this was episode two, but there are other episodes again. I say it, thank you, Dustin, thank you, friend, and thank well, hopefully, you. you all enjoyed this conversation.
1: <laughs> Do it, Dustin. <laughs> Come on,
0: thank you. Thank you, thank you.
1: You did that,
0: yeah. brother. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.
2: Everything is changing so fast. I mean, back in my day, we were lucky if we could get one video to load. But now, with the Xfinity 10G network, you can power a house full of devices at once with ultra low lag. The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds
0: vary and not guaranteed. I'm in.
1: All right, so let's bring in the police the sirens. Sirens. <laughs> <laughs> that was too perfect. Let's bring in the wind chimes. So I had a different wellness segment, but we were having a conversation before we started uh, this mm-hmm. week's episode. About rituals that we do. And I just thought it was so cute that I kind of wanted to tap into that a little bit more. Cause I was, I randomly was saying <clears throat> that I had to go put on some socks <laughs> before we started recording. Cause I always have this thing where like my feet have to be a certain temperature. Or sometimes I need to have a hat on. Like my, sometimes you ever get that feeling like something's telling you to cover up, hey, whether hey, it's, hey. and I don't necessarily, always know why but I just usually listen to it and even the cute thing that we do on this show where we always tell each other I love you
3: Mm -hmm. and
1: we wish each other an incredible Mm -hmm. show and Whoever's Frank, producing it that
2: week. Our
1: business. No, but that's so sweet to me because I think people don't realize the love that we really have for each other. You know what I'm saying? Like he <laughs> said, our business. The, the fact that like we wish each other well, whoever's producing the show that week. Like I love that about us. I think it's yeah. so cute. So it made me wonder: Have you found that you've created more rituals? because of how the world feels and you're just trying to kind of like preserve yourself, you know what I'm saying? And Or have you always been that way? Because I feel like I've developed more rituals as of late because of how like Just trying to regulate myself and my emotions because it's so easy to kind of go online and it go all over the fucking place as soon as you hit Twitter. (laughs) Like, You literally open Twitter right now and you know you're going to be bracing yourself for some shit that went down in the government. Some, some, yeah, some celeb that you love that is now exposed for doing X, Y, and Z or not even a celeb, right, a peer... Or someone, even someone coming at you about something wild. Like, you just Shaverly never. <laughs> <these>. <laughs> you literally never know. So I have noticed that I've kind of upped my game as far as, like, the things that I have to do to keep myself regulated and, and feeling good throughout the day. So I'm wondering, have you changed your rituals or created more rituals or like what are the things throughout the day that you've kind of had to start incorporating just to fucking make it through the day Aside from smoking. No,
0: I'm sorry. There's this girl I used to work with. Shout out to Quinn. And she used to always, me and her just had an inside joke when we said, making it through the day. And so, I, <laughs> so when I, I said
1: will, it, it <laughs> triggered the
0: Immediately. And and do you remember when I told you I went up to my job? I told both of yes, y'all I went up to my job. You were there she was the me. one. Shout out to Quinn. She was the one that I saw off to her uh, new restaurant. Uh, she, you know, she's management now. I'm making money. I can't wait to get some free food. <laughs> anyway, um, so I don't know if it's because... I live by myself now. I have all kinds of rituals and things that I do that I, was, I wasn't I was doing before. So, like, just one of the main things that I do, because it's a black-owned, like, juice bar by my house, I'm like, I'm just going to go to this juice bar and get a smoothie every morning. Like, I bought a blender, but I'm like, you know what? It's black-owned. Let <laughs> me just me, go ahead to this juice bar. My juicer and they black, and so... I'm still going
1: to juice bars.
0: <laughs> I, now, see, if I would have spent the extra money and it would have been a juicer <laughs> and blender, I would have been, you know, more inclined. But I was like, it's just a blender. I could just say this for drinks. Right. So, you know... Um, but yes, the black on juice bar is definitely one, you know, going up to my rooftop, it means everything. So when I go up Ooh, there now, I boy. have to make sure I lay out and read. Mm. So it's like a bunch of little things that I'm like, because I live here, they're special to me. Mm. That's why it's hard to not resign this lease because I'm going to resign. I this know
1: you're resigning that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I First and the access to those amenities Beautiful. beautiful. <laughs>
2: yeah. You got your damn mind. Um, you know, for me, you guys have been friends with me individually for years now. Mm-hmm. And you guys know that it's important to me to have special moments with my friends. So rituals, you know, inside jokes, things that we do when we see each other, um, a, a, a way and a rapport that we have that, that is unique to our friendship. Mm-hmm. Those moments are very important to me. And they're actually one of my signature, one of the signature elements of being friends with me. It's not even by design. But just by us being around each other, talking, sharing ideas, whatever the fuck, we're going to have certain things that are just us. And mm-hmm. certain moments that i always remind you of our friendship and shit. So, you know, I, I, rituals are a big part of me as a person, my makeup in general. So mm-hmm. as, as I get older and appreciate more and more special moments in relationship with other people, I think that I have absolutely amplified the presence of rituals in my relationships in my life yes
1: that's so true too. how rituals intersect with your friendships because I feel Mm -hmm. like whenever I'm with Jade and Crystal you know like there's specific things that we know we have to like like we always go to Crystal's house (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm.
1: she's like the central hub that's mm-hmm. where we meet. That's like part of our ritual. There always has to be food involved. Mm-hmm. before, Because we're all earth signs. We got to ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first things first, before we even talk or catch up, who's ordering what What we eating?
2: Period.
1: Break bread. You know, there's certain things. I feel like every time I'm with y'all, y'all make me watch Drag Race. <laughs> Chris always do, watching do, Drag Race.
0: Oh, yeah, at Crystal's house, yeah. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, so. so it's just
1: like funny friendship rituals that are just funny, like that. But also, uh, before we started recording, Dustin and I were laughing at the fact that like something as simple as like we have to smell a certain <laughs> way to work. And put I'm on like, I
2: want to do this, and we ain't even in I the same have, room. Ain't like, nobody I in lit- here but me. I yeah. literally,
1: ha- I cannot start my work day if I haven't showered uh-uh. moisturize my skin and put on a scent like those a, things yep. I literally feel off if my skin feels yeah. dry and I don't smell like something yep. it's like you don't bring out the obviously I can because we've had crazier days where maybe I didn't have the opportunity but for the most part I, I think my work is <laughs> I think my work is better <laughs> When I have those systems in place, it's like I can think clearer. And it's funny because like those are like little rituals, but they make such a difference. Y'all even see sometimes, those of you that are watching us, I'll have my spray, right? Hey, Patreon. (laughs) I have my embodiment spray or different sprays that um, from Haas's Resonance Apothecary or sprays that I've gotten from apothecaries, you know, wherever I've traveled to. There's like a collection of sprays. On my desk, by my computer, because that's important to me. And they all have different effects.
2: Intentions.
1: Yeah, Yeah. different intentions, different effects on you. Some of them are, if I'm feeling a little lower that day, it'll give me a little kind of fill in the gaps with energy. Maybe I'm too hyper. Maybe I'm too hyper and I need to kind of be grounded. I have the grounded ones. This is the embodiment one that I've... (laughs) Dustin keeps putting stuff on the screen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> can you can you spray the wealth one on my box? I need to <laughs> Can you spray? I know you got a wealth one, right?
1: Of course. There's the so yeah, embodiment. spray that one on my body? Yeah, abundance. There's a, embodiment, is the one where if you're feeling kind of out of sorts, you know, sometimes mm. like the past month, let's say I hadn't been feeling the best, but I had to still show up. So Hold I on. wanted to show up as best as I possibly yes, could. Did, so I, thank you. So I would spray myself before we recorded and all those herbs and flower essences, because people don't realize flowers have an essence. That mm-hmm. has been studied. Like every flower has a different energy that it can give you if you create a tincture or a spray or something out of it as a flower essences. I'm actually going to do a wellness segment on that this month too. Yeah, because Haas a lot numbers. Yeah, so. ha- has created her own. So aside from wanting to support her flower essences, I also think it's such a valuable plant ally that most people don't even realize they can use when they're feeling a little bit off center. So I'm going to definitely put that together. Maybe, I mean, I know next week is shoot the shit. Maybe we'll do that the following week, but I really, um, I love the idea of just like figuring out what you need to incorporate in your day to day, whether it's specific things you need to eat, specific things you need to wear, like we took a little mini break and I went and put some socks on. Cause I was like, okay, I forgot to put, you know, my feet aren't covered. It's not going to bring the best conversation out of me. <laughs> like, that's just me. Um, like I said, my sense, um, even how I sleep, I have very specific things. that need to be on the bed, which I feel like I've mentioned this. I think we had a wellness segment years ago. <laughs>
2: Boy, do I have a, a list of things that need to be on my bed for me to do anything good.
1: I have shared this wow. before that I've I, I sleep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part. It's a sh- sharing is literally
0: caring. Yeah. <laughs> this is perfect after the bed.
1: I have shared that. I sleep best if I can create a little nest in the center of my bed with my pillows so my body is in the middle of them. So it's like you create a square. Dustin, I'm going to fight you. (laughs) One pillow under one arm, one pillow under another arm, obviously the one behind your head, one under your foot. And then I like a pillow over my abdomen, very random. Mm-hmm. But when I'm feeling anxious... A
2: cooling pillow. Yeah. It's a
1: nesting. I mean, I'm sure it's it's a, a, an adult version of being swaddled in a way, because obviously I'm not going to swaddle myself, but I will put the pillows and kind of create this... Um, and It's like a little igloo in a way, just of pillows, and I'm like in it, and it's so comforting. In it? In it. It's so comforting. It like slows down my heart rate you know and i i know most people use um weighted blankets for that same effect where they say it kind of mimics a hug like you're being wrapped swaddled but i haven't found weighted blankets to really work for me lately i don't know what it was <laughs> the weighted blankets have been having a kind of opposite effect where it actually uh speeds up my heart rate not really sure what that's All about right. So I've just been using back to my basics, just create a little nest and I just put my body in it, cover myself with the top pillow and I sleep like that. And people who who are around me will be like, you are so fucking (laughs) weak." all these goddamn pillows.
0: Is it like the altitude? Like, is it a different altitude? Is that why the weighted blankets feel a little different I can't
1: really tell you what switched because I used to, like, rock with them heavy. I mean, remember, we had a wellness segment about that, like, in uh 2016 or 17 or something. I, my body, I don't know. It's just not really aligned. I'm a
2: free bird, baby. I don't need no damn blanket weighing pinning me down to <laughs> weighing the weighing <matches>. you down. <laughs> that, that don't align with my personal politics. Yeah, it's
1: like started giving me a little bit of anxiety yeah. a little bit. So the I was fuck, like, okay, G-T-F-O-L. this don't work.
2: Oh yeah. Get the fuck <laughs> off me.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> But like hit me with a bunch of pillows, almost low key thrown on me, and I feel good. And maybe that's what it is, Dustin. Because you can adjust them with more as ease. needed. Pillows as are, needed. Fluffy, are light, are light and feathery. Yeah, welcoming.
2: that could. <laughs> that's ass way to it. I, I, to be honest with you, I never was comfortable with the idea. I just didn't want to, you know, yuck y'all. You
1: young. Want no I didn't want no smoke. I want to yuck, yuck y'all's young. You know what I'm saying? But why, get
2: off of me, God damn it! If I'm laying down, it's because I want to. Not no, and, and there are people that
1: have to. said that too. I remember when I discussed it um, as a wellness segment, there were a couple of people that were like, I can't rock with that shit. It should give me <laughs> nervous. <laughs> I <to> started screaming.
2: <laughs> hell yeah. Woke up hollering and shit. <laughs> oh! Shit. I didn't know. I somebody was trying to hold me. I was in Kosovo a, or some shit. I don't about, know what the hell was
1: going on. Oh. What about, <laughs> do you have any specific rituals before you do things like travel?
2: Yes. What are yours? You know, I'm a person. Y'all know I (laughs) sleep right. Mm -hmm. The other ones I will (laughs) offline. But y'all know that I sleep on the flight. I don't care if it's 15 minutes I sleep. So, in general, I prefer morning flights so that I can stay up the night before and sleep the whole way wherever we're going. I do not Uh, know that. So, that is definitely a personal ritual. Also, breakfast. I'm a breakfast person. Y'all know from being around me, I'm a breakfast person. I get Mm -hmm. um, aggressively irritable if I am. Not you know deprived of breakfast, my <laughs> people have stomach aches, my shoulders and shit be hurting. It'd be like some crazy <laughs> shit. So you know I have to eat breakfast. That's a ritual for me, and I do that alone or in the company of others. But for me, it's about the actually eating breakfast. It just it just sets my day off on the right tone. So I'm a breakfast person. Um, there's other things in the morning routine, like brushing my teeth, washing my face, wetting a rag up my ass. Cut. I have to, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a big bather. So I'm a mm-hmm. person who, I have got to shower. Um, generally, I take morning. at least two showers a day. I take a shower when I get up and I take a shower when I go to bed. Um, the shower when I get up, obviously my body isn't dirty, but it just, it, it wakes me up and, you know, invigorates me in a way where I can move forward with my day. And mm-hmm. I also just think there's something to be said about no knowing that you're clean when you're presenting yourself up to other people. So if you got to go face that day, you need to wash that ass. Okay. That's, that's, that's the thing about it over A here. Those are my rituals. Yeah. Other than that, um, most of the other ones I have are uh, illegal. <laughs> <laughs>
1: my Thank only you. thing is not talking to anyone first thing in the morning.
2: Before nine.
1: That's yeah. Like my friends all know that. Don't, I might not respond to your text (laughs) or don't call me. Don't FaceTime me unless it's an emergency or something where like maybe you're going to get on a flight, you know, like very specific that you want to be present for. Yeah. But I'm I cannot talk in the morning. I feel like I need to get in my body and I can be I'm not grumpy, but I might come off a little icier. Because I just I'm like give me space to just yeah. like come back I into my body that. yeah and I and I like to eat by myself and some people need to be at the gym they need energy in the morning mm-hmm. mine has to little be like a slow burn like that's why I like ease. my neighbors with the smells I need to wake up yes ease I need to burn something like it has to smell <laughs> Dustin it has to smell. As soon as I came out of my mouth. I'm just not and both not of y'all putting shit. it up I to the screen. I need to burn something too. <laughs> I so need to... It's, s- it's almost like... My five senses need to be stimulated. So I have to eat something. Mm. I have to burn something. You know, I need movement. So remember earlier in the year, I told y'all, yep. Whether it was yoga with Adrian or those stretch, that stretch playlist that I shared with everyone on Twitter, like that has been a part of my movement. Like my body needs to literally stretch. Um, A big thing I incorporated after my grandmother passed. Mm -hmm. Y'all remember that i had that beautiful painting that was commissioned of my Mm -hmm. grandmother and so now i use it as an altar Mm -hmm. and i speak to her like Mm -hmm. i'll tell her whatever i'm going through and that's part of my morning routine like i'll talk to her like about what i have planned for the day what i'm feeling and just tell her to cover me or share her thoughts or her energy her love whatever the case may be sometimes i'll just say hi like i won't fully have the space or capacity for a conversation, but chilling with her and then getting into my stretch. So it's like all these different things that need to kind of move. And then I take my shower, skincare, smells, hair in some capacity. Then I start my day, jump online, Twitter, whatever the hell, you know, prep our episodes. And that's kind of like a softer, uh, morning for me. The older I'm getting, I, I really appreciate that. And I've been going for walks too. Mm-hmm.
2: I love that. My last nine That's to like five. A good one now, which was a few years ago. Hey, giving a hey, giving <laughs> out of the guy. Yes, right. Yes. But my yeah. last nine to five, when I used to live up on Dykeman, Remember, I lived by Fort Tryon Park. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if you guys remember, but I used to get up really early, like two hours beforehand. And yep. I don't know damn it's legal now, so I would go up be and, out and out smoke. There. I would yep. go up in the mountains back but up in that, you know, on that big rock. The
1: hill, yeah. Climb up that
2: mountain to save my marriage. But I went up that rock <laughs> and I would overlook the river, the Hudson River. Oh, that's And so smoke nice me in a blood morning. in the mornings, and that's then come nice back down, shower, friend in the Sunday. Mm. By the time I stepped into the office, I'm still friends with them, motherfuckers, <laughs> to this day. <laughs> Do you understand me? Lasting relationships were built from me. Being so comfortable and, and open up to that because my mood was set was in a prepped. good place. Yes,
1: yes. So I think morning rituals, that like more.
2: whatever, whatever your situation is, and people may be a little turned off by the word ritual, but we mean that in the literal sense of the definition of the word. It could be a practice. practice. Yeah, there we go. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that these are the things that are just helpful. To regulate, mm-hmm. you know, your mood, your mindset, your yep. perspective on things, your heart your, rate, your, your energy, all of
1: it, yeah, all of those
2: things, you know, that that can lead to you having a really productive, beneficial day. Yep. So I'm I'm so glad you shared this because a lot of yeah, you I love this conversation.
1: I think more people should consider it. I know people think it's a woo-woo thing, but it's no. it can be if that's how you frame it. But really, it's just what are you doing to bring the best out of you today? Like, what are you
0: eating? You, you know? Seeing, mm-hmm it's just something random um now i guess because i'm getting older to tire my eyes out i do some gaming before bed
1: that's so cute and that's so you grow
0: <laughs> because now i don't well because now i don't game as much as i like want to because like, i gotta get shit done during the day so i'm like i have to prioritize because i can't be on the street playing this ps5 like yeah, i have like, to keep the my niggas shit the PS5. <laughs> <laughs> Right
2: uh um, both so, <laughs> why not both
0: <laughs> usually talking about a joystick um,
2: talking about a joystick talking about a joystick <laughs> Jesus Christ.
0: Woo, all parts um all all parts <laughs> <laughs> I like that three part harmony did <laughs> I did I enjoyed that okay. um so sometimes i have to game before bed it just really like helps me tire my eyes out and sometimes if i have really bad anxiety Like when I go to bed or I try to go to bed, my mind will just keep racing. But usually, if I game before bed, I will go to sleep. And if I if I've if I've done well, if I've trained hard, because there's some games like like Mario Kart.
1: Hey, wig.
0: W- wig. Oh, I should have tagged you.
1: He'd be like, "Hey, wig," because I always pick that little monster with the blue wig.
0: <laughs> I should have tagged show. you, <laughs> right? Which also see also. Please stop tagging me in that video too. Oh Jesus. Um, Jesus. <laughs> Uh, Mario Kart friend, I should have tagged you in this. There, somebody made a move Let's where stop they literally. You, but you gonna tag you already? Right okay,
1: to he gonna transfer it. Well, look, th-
0: this is this is this is something else. This is th- I tagged Crystal and Gordy in it because it was something professional. Okay, <laughs> somebody they stopped right before the finish line, turned around, and threw a bomb at The person, and then cross the finish line in first oh, place. Oh, that's
1: I was bomb! Like, you need to I teach never. You that. I need to do that at Christmas. I don't know how to. <laughs> I
0: ain't never. I have never turned around on the, in the game. They turned around. Wait a minute. You sound were like far that enough.
2: elephant. The way that elephant did that woman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what that
0: sounds like to me. Yes, that's literally how they <laughs> got them. bombs.
1: I love but that Dos Music
0: before bed or music to start the day. Oh, music music is to
1: start the is day. Mm-hmm. Like, all day thing for me. I I. I remember somebody asked once like if there's certain things in the day you could give up and they asked if I could give up music like if I just didn't listen to a thing and I was like no. not anything at all. I don't know if I could do that. No. I know I, I have my music. moments where I'll do podcasts over music, you know, but I still listen to something. It's like I have to hear something.
2: Personally, yeah. like I play before I record and work, I play music. When have I'm to. writing, I play music. Have I remember Scotty Beam, shout out to Scotty Beam. Love you, D Scotty,
1: love you. Yeah,
2: she um Scotty Beam tweeted a long time ago, like, is it just me or do you have to listen to music before you work? And I was like, damn. Scene, because i'm telling you <laughs> Before like everything i, Shower. I like play music when we're on tour <laughs> right. and we're on the road i'll be in, a, in the back in the green room playing music yep. on my phone or on the speaker <laughs> mm-hmm. we go outside to smoke and shit i'm playing music on my phone we walk out to music in the show that's intentional we design that part of the show Yeah, like music is a very big um factor to my comfort level in certain spaces really anywhere i'll and it mad helps when with the, the energy.
1: And it helps with the energy you want. Like, if I'm trying to be vibey, you know, let's say, like, this morning, I was like, I want something slower because I was going to have to wash my hair today. So and, you know, I that's like a long—washing <laughs> my hair yeah. takes long. So, I was like, I need, you know, slower energy. I was actually listening to the new Brent fires which, let me just say, those skits, but I guess I'll wait till the music, man. I was like, these skits are killing yeah. my shower. <laughs> God this damn it was depressing. Say it straight. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, did she kill herself? What is happening? <laughs> yeah Break fire. <Fayed>, exactly. <laughs>
2: but anyway, wow. so
1: music music is similar, I guess, to the sp- <laughs> to the sprays where they each have a vibe that I need to tell. <laughs> I'm trying to speak
3: over so we
0: can keep going. I'm to <laughs> <my God.
1: laughs> Asante is down. He ain't even on camera no more, boy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Look at him waving.
0: Mama had to go lay down. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't leave me out of it. Leave yes,
3: all that to say <laughs> what is this melody
1: just Melody.
2: Ask the him. Science. You gotta ask Not
1: him. Ask you know. Ask what?
2: BF, and I ain't talking about nobody's best friend. I'm talking about Brent Fier's motherfucking ass. BMF, BMMF, BMFF. That's what it
0: is.
2: Brent motherfucking oh fire That's what it is. BMF F. Oh, that's please. what. That's what please. we. That's what we. Please, please. Okay, so
1: yes, I agree. Music is a vibe. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. It just
1: happened. No, but okay. So hold on. Walking is now my mid midday ritual because, because we're on camera and sitting in these chairs and we're getting older and I'm feeling stiffer. And sometimes it just doesn't feel good. I have incorporated a walk depending on my day. They can be longer. They can be shorter. Sometimes it's five minutes walk around the block. Sometimes it's three hours. That's a, midday ritual for me and then nighttime I've actually started stretching before bed too because I realized like you just went through a whole day of sitting on the damn chair you can't just do it in the morning to wake up you also need to stretch out all that from sitting down being so sedentary so I stretch at night and then I read which I've been wanting to read more because I have found my focus has changed so much since the pandemic like I'll Mm -hmm. be watching a show And could not tell you what just happened. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like literally, I'm watching it, sitting there, and you can pause it and say what just happened, and I'll literally look at you blankly, like I don't fucking know. (laughs) That's so awful, and I I I have to rewind. rewind Think of how many times you have to rewind a scene, and then you rewind it, and you and sometimes I'll tell myself, "All right, friend." (laughs) <laughs> this time you're gonna pay attention i'll say that out loud and i'll rewind I'm I'm not it about that. that hard end on, on
2: that. all right who all right who? all right friend
1: okay like how many fucking times are you gonna rewind this show turn it off then <laughs> i
2: know i know i just have to frame. talk to
1: myself like that sometimes like girl I like that too, and girl. then I tell myself
2: stand up that's <laughs> <damn>. <laughs> For real, like,
1: and i'll rewind it and then It'll take I kid you not. Sometimes it's five, six rewinds before I sit and really games and be like, is oh
2: for me too, girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I struggled. I ain't gonna lie. And it was in caption I was struggling so hard. <laughs> that was me with the ultimatum. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I you. was, was me still on that. that was that's a that's, rough literally, watch. that's literally that's literally why I was like, hard. I'm gonna have to play while I am
2: doing the thing because <laughs> I'm missing Ooh, it. Felt as so it bad saying I don't care about something that I care about, which is the audience enjoying themselves, but I didn't care cause about Because we have fun.
1: We have fun reading. Recapping. And people fun. even said on the binge, on our Patreon, for those of you who don't know, we recap shows on our Patreon. And we recently
3: oh, no,
1: wrapped up recapping the ultimatum. And people in the comments were like, I didn't even fucking watch the show. I just listened to y'all recapping. <laughs> it was funny, funny. Thank, you. <laughs> thank yes, you. Thank you. So and well. I get yes. it. But um, <laughs> even reading, I'll read a page and then I'll ask myself, Fran, would you just read <laughs> couldn't tell you (laughs) have to read the page again again Mm -hmm. again so something is going on with my brain chemistry that i pretty sure has to do with all these apps and my Mm -hmm. attention span my inability to focus so i'm trying to like reverse engineer so in order to do that now what i do is if i'm gonna watch a show i have to put my phone somewhere else I just have to cause I'll literally look down and be on Twitter and then trying to watch the show and mm-hmm. it's like, girl, which one are you trying to do? So now I put the phones on the kitchen counter, sit on the couch mm-hmm. and I tell myself, if you're going to watch this show, fucking watch it. And then now with reading, I, I stop my phone. Literally it's either in another room or away yep. and I'll say to myself, read this chapter or I'll set a, you know, a lot of amount of pages And when I'm done with that, then I'll go to sleep. And it's good because I want to read more, obviously. Like there's books that I want to read and research I want to do. And and obviously you want to get smarter and just know shit and just read. Also for pleasure, stories, something, you know? So that's been nice because I've been reading more. I'm like, oh, I haven't done this in so long, which is sad because my brain and the pandemic just shifted. So nighttime... Stretching and reading and then going to sleep. And those rituals have helped me so much because it's helping my brain chemistry and helping my body. So it's good to incorporate things that are just like looking out for the future. You basically yeah.
0: switch it up, Ho. <laughs> that reading will get you together. Cause when I first Man, started reading so in the hammock,
1: good.
0: when I first started reading the hammock, I was like, damn, it's been forever since I did this. You so know, I would be like, be like damn. I'd be like on page. But like I'd be like page 15, 17. Then I'm like, Wait, what happened a couple pages back? <laughs> Hold on, I gotta go back right quick. You be like, who's this character? <laughs> yeah. So then finally, you know, when I'm in, you know, fifties and seventy fives, you know, I'm like, oh shit, I gotta find out what's going on next. Like I'm like tied to it by then. So like it's making me read. And, and you so that, happy, that right? Because you're
1: like, I and I feel proud. It's similar to a workout. I don't always want to fucking work out. But every time I finish a workout, I'm always so proud of myself. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, I feel like, oh, you know that this feels good. I feel you like Victoria know. Monet in
2: the ass <laughs> like that video. And she's on the
1: bike. <laughs> but you feel me? Like, I'm always so proud of myself. So it's like, how do I set systems in place that... That like this is just something I do at this point, not something where I'm like hoping I'll do it so I can be proud of myself. But it's like the books. I literally what I did is I went to my library, took out all the books that I want to read this quarter and I have them stacked next to my bed. And so yeah. I just start picking from the first book, and then I'm just gonna get through those stacks, and then I go and get the next stack once that's finished and it's been so inspiring to see me go through my little stack. I'm like, "Look at you reading again You're reading ass. My reading ass and yeah. and putting my phone away has, has is always the common denominator. Put your phone away so you can do other shit. That's right. and then these rituals help you figure out how to do that in a way you can stick to. So that's mm-hmm. all I wanted to talk about. Cause you really inspired yeah. that Dustin when we were talking about wearing our perfume and then needing to put socks and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I was yeah. like, I would love to have a quick convo on just the different things that we're incorporating. And those of you listening, if you don't have rituals, you should consider creating some, you know, whether it's playlists, sense specific things you eat, whatever it got to be. And then those of you that do have them, I obviously would love to read and share what that looks like for you, what you found helpful, and maybe some rituals that were working and are no longer working because you do have to switch them up, too.
2: Mm-hmm. You know? Because but- that can be perfume or edu toilet. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right, it might be a little heavier. Maybe you need something lighter, depending on your mood. So, your
2: budget
1: and your budget. <laughs> and your budget. Mm-hmm. So, that's it for this week's wellness. Just a really cool conversation Thank on you. the ways that we are sustaining our energy in You're this well, day well and age. It. Okay, and now we'll move and now we'll move to Mr. Music Man. What you got for us, Asante?
0: <clears throat> I have nothing. Nothing, <laughs> I nothing. have nothing, nothing, <laughs> nothing. I have nothing. Um, That's fine. Lots of first of all, um, I wanna, <laughs> I wanna give a shout out to Sierra. She dropped her new single, Jump. Um, ding, ding, I was told.
2: Ding, ding, ding,
1: ding, 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 she looks so good.
0: Mm-hmm. She dancing. Good, I was too. I was told if I did not mention that Sierra dropped Jump that I was not Atlanta. So I am mentioning Ooh. Sierra released Jump. There is a visual to go along with it. Sierra looks fantastic. Uh, I actually was watching uh, footage of Sierra when she danced at the... Was it the Lovers and Friends? I saw footage of Sierra dancing somewhat recently, and she looked good as hell, and the show looked great. Like, I was like, go ahead, Sierra. Still showing yeah, bitches fire. how to do it. <laughs> so Sierra's still out here. Uh, I believe this is the first single. I'm not sure... direction we're going in but she looks really good so let's give it up for super c ladies and gentlemen um and there was a festival that happened this weekend um i was not invited it was like the wireless festival Mm. oh
1: yes in the uk
0: yes in the uk um i just want to give a shout out to because uh i didn't really watch i didn't watch the performances yet but i just want to give a shout out to summer walker because she looked great and i saw her like stage set and it was really dope you know she had the big like wicker chair and a bunch of, like the flowers set out for her, and then she was you know really getting up and london was showing her so much love and singing all the goddamn songs which i thought was so london dope. was but, uh, i mean uh wherever the wireless festival was i'm sorry i don't know where it yeah, was London, it was, but it was oh new. my god okay i it thought, was okay, okay,
1: misunderstood that completely
2: you thought it was london yes. the track London i was like tried. that
1: is so sweet london like are they screw co- this bitch for real <laughs> <laughs> As i was like oh my uh, god that's so beautiful that they've like worked things out look, and he girl, was singing no. along
0: <laughs> friend i'm glad we had that moment because somebody else might have thought that too um yeah no uh she performed in london it's like she was singing uh,
1: along and everything knew all the words uh
0: london made that song about london um <laughs> Summer Walker performed, uh, Black performed, Gibeon, Lil Baby, Jack Harlow, Roddy Rich. There are tons of clips on the BBC Cardi Radio One YouTube. Cardi B performed. Um, I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I love it even more. <laughs> I, uh, nothing but love and and light like to Cardi. Always love Cardi. What about so, all the white people singing "nigga" when Roddy Ricch oh was performing God. the ball? Yeah,
1: yeah,
0: I didn't. I didn't catch. I don't. I don't know about none of that. So I was
1: like, I mean,
0: <laughs> I, so I will not watch that you? performance. People <laughs> were
1: people. From, people were on Twitter like. We don't look at race the way that Americans do, so y'all need to shut the fuck up. I was no. like, oh um, yeah, I saw that too. You saw no, that? Sorry. I was like, um that's not how this my works. My reply
0: was first of all, nigga.
2: <laughs> they don't
1: even <laughs> that is not how this works, but okay.
0: Do they even say it there? Like the, like uh, they, clearly like, like I mean like was it slurred?
2: Come Right. You know
0: what I'm saying? Like was it slurred to them? Like, why do they think you know? No, I, I can't, I'm not. Uh so yeah. <laughs> they
2: that nigga, So I was like, <gasps>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the motherfuckers was in it, in
2: it. They was in it. They traffed a nigga so a hey, nigga.
1: <laughs> the funniest one was the ones that were up on top of people's shoulders. You could really see their face. Okay, they I was, was like, they oh. felt that shit. What? From their soul. Body vibrating and everything.
0: I was oh. like, damn okay that's a hit record <laughs> let me blurt them out um mm-hmm. i also shout out to nikki minaj she performed and um Stefan don was there she always looks good too yeah she's and, incredible yeah, shout-
2: did nikki announce her pregnancy y'all uh, on instagram when she said i'm not fat you guys i'm pregnant did y'all no see that? it was
1: the opposite she said i'm not pregnant i'm just fat
2: <laughs> i thought she said i'm not what f- somebody manipulated the audio or something
1: Cause I, don't I heard know. her say,
2: I heard her literally say, I'm not fat, you guys. I'm pregnant.
1: No, she said, I'm not mm-hmm. pregnant. I'm just fat. And then she started laughing hysterically.
2: Damn. Well, somebody yeah. must have, they didn't turn it around. Or oh, well.
1: Of course. well, that's the thing. <laughs> Who knows nowadays? What the hell?
2: All this, oh, this AI, baby. you know, okay. deep fakes, lying asses. <laughs> it should be LA,
0: not AI. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all that I would like to discuss for that part of the Music Man segment. Now we can just move on to songs to play. I want to so, go yeah. to
1: Wireless, kind of, because okay, the, it was too. so lit. Like, they knew all the words to every damn artist that was out there. I was like, I forget that international shows, I hate to say it, they're just so much better than ours because people yep. love music in a way that I don't think we really appreciate like that you know yep. people you here trying to be too song. cool at a show but over there people like <laughs> screaming every word like that shit looks so fun I just don't think I could be in the middle of a crowd that big yeah. I think I would have a fucking panic attack and I always wonder what happens when you need to use a bathroom you just go and you're in the center of <laughs> All those so you just constantly maybe it's me because I'm a pee You're having
2: a hot leg, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you just gonna walk just through all those die. motherfuckers I mean, every time you gotta use the bathroom,
2: right? Friend, How I does guess you pick work? and choose when you, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe this porta potties nearby. <laughs> I don't know every festival I've ever but been to. But do you see to, how massive my those urination. crowds
1: are? But also, I'm I'm an old lady who literally know where the bathrooms are, and I have to be within range, mm. like those yeah. and food, bathroom and food. That's like maybe
0: be like porta party uh, pot parks, like you know, like in at essence, they had like. Them, like a big old thing Of port a like See that's what I'm talking about Yeah but
1: it's not even that It's like the people That are in the center Oh yeah yeah How they gonna get to that massive yeah, By I, the time yeah. you get that, To the porta a potty And then what Like You go back
2: That'd be my thing I'd be like All them dirty jeans Weren't like a look Or an effect Some of y'all motherfuckers Was in there Peeing on yourself <laughs> <laughs> you had to be. And speaking of porta parties, I like the ones that are like in the trailers, not the ones that are the yeah. individual plastic ones. Oh, like
1: that. Yeah, we saw those. Yeah, in where
2: it's like there. the trailer mm-hmm. and then you're going yeah. into a real And it has bathroom. a sink. Oh and it usually gosh. has a little
1: sink too. And which well is like, lit.
2: like It's, it's just cleaner. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, I do like those.
2: Put that in the budget. Put that in your pipe and smoke.
1: <laughs> <laughs> smoke on your pipe.
0: And Fran, I would love to know what you've been listening to.
1: Burner Boy.
0: Ooh. ooh, that love,
1: domini I hope I'm saying your name right. Forgive me, Domini. But that last, last record,
0: yes, last the shit. last.
1: Ooh, I have Tony to Braxton's it.
2: getting sixty percent of the royalties on that song.
1: Are you serious?
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh, and he said he don't give a damn. He's honored to have it. She can have whatever she wants. That's what he wow, said. That's amazing. Oh,
1: I know she's happy about he that. that player. Okay. Listen, I'm on Spotify right now. And that song has 32 million streams. And this album is not an old album. Like, it literally just dropped. Granted, that was the single, but um, Last Last by Burner Boy, and this is how it goes.
2: Into this gossip, oh, cause I think de- when you fight, you fought, i and without any doubt. Oh, I'm a me, happy adult, oh, I'm a pia toto, oh, I'm a coffee, the oh,
3: am a coffee, I'm a mind that's with the talk. I put my life into my job, and I know I'm in trouble. She manipulates my love, oh, mm, I know, holy, and I know that get poor, like the baby.
1: Ain't that, yeah. To me, that's the song of the summer.
2: I be dancing yeah. real
1: good to that. I know FNF is like the song of the summer, but this one but for this, me, yeah, yeah this, this is shit. just, I know i know it must sound crazy at the parties, Dustin. Hell
2: Yeah. Crazy as hell that when that guitar starts and everybody start going Ooh, crazy because
1: everyone knows just within the first few seconds. I love that feeling when the whole club knows within the first few seconds what the song mm. is and they just start running.
2: Ooh. I really be body rolling in that music, Afro <laughs> beats and shit. I be I dance real good to Afro
1: beats. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well. We, I'll be back next month.
2: So. Yeah, come on. We're going we gonna to be busting it down on the dance for the Afro Beats. You, I, I, I tell get, you, I get down with Afro Beats. Come I on. can't
1: wait. I love that song. It is just oof. Okay, so I've been playing that. And then Sir dropped a new song.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: I love Sir. I feel like he's been laying a little low, so I know he got something cooking. And he has a new song called Life is Good featuring Scribbs Riley. Not familiar, but the record is crazy. And this is how it goes.
2: Life is good, eh? Car fast as fuck. Ain't
0: got pulled over once while I was acting up. 120 while I'm headed to Sonoma. I ain't turning down no fades. No, I don't need any soldiers, eh? I
3: might fly you down to Florida tonight. Miami, where the water stays.
1: What we want, love it. Hell it's a yeah. good vibe for the summer. Those are my two. Really had those on rotation. Shout out to Sir. So happy yeah. to hear you back.
0: Hell yeah! All right, Dustin Ross, what you got for
2: us? We're taking it back to the '80s. This is um "Running Up That Hill" by Kate Bush. It's a song you probably heard oh, from Kate in Bush. movies and shit, but it's an '80s song, and I love it. I fuck with Kate Bush. She was hell a, yeah. She was that beginning of um that part on the City Girl song, Real ass Bitch Give a Fuck by right? you know, that's <laughs> Kate Bush. Here we go. <laughs> Oh,
1: God, I've heard this. this is such a beautiful song. It's been so long.
2: Speaking Mm. of beautiful songs, this song is by Lil Rue, (laughs) aka Booby Samuel, and it's called The Nasty Song.
1: Uh oh.
2: Yeah, a little move <laughs> oh, okay. I always yeah. think
1: of the engineer in these sessions. He, imagine <laughs> being in the booth and he's like, "Won't you put that pussy on me?" <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, motherfuckers be vibing? Okay, next up, my girl <laughs> what the hell? and yours, T.S. Madison. This song is called Puerto Rican. Here we go by T.S. Madison.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whoa. Selena, want Puerto Rico? Y'all know I love support Puerto Rico.
2: I feel like a Spanish, like a Puerto Rican in his hair. I feel Puerto Rican. I feel Puerto Rican.
0: Yeah, Dustin. crack that T.S. Madison. No, but go, it, no, but it's it Dustin go.
1: playing that because my hair is wet today. That it has me fucking howling.
2: <laughs> Feels like Puerto Rican, 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 Rican.
1: Woo! I'm so yeah, That's it. You. I could
2: play some more shit, but that's it for me this week, That's man. a good <laughs> range. I'm gonna cap it right there. You know what I'm saying?
1: Omg. Ooh, a
2: right, Nasty well, song! <laughs> it's at the jam. I seen you over there bobbing, friend.
1: You saw me, I was doing the Be Simone. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, girl, okay. <that's>
0: a- <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna just play a few songs and then hopefully I make it through. Uh, August OA is an artist I talked about a long, long time ago, but they have a new track out with Janae Aiko, and the track is called Water Sign because, you know, she's on you know, I'm a what? Pisces, too. So shout out to August OA and shout out to Janae Aiko, and them are linking up. Uh, it's a beautiful track. Yeah, I'm excited I'm gonna just, to hear this. Yeah, just going to hit play and see where we go. that's Pretty. uh august 08 janeaiko check it out um beautiful cover uh love the music and i am go- speaking of love the music uh this is a group that i talked about before they name it. they're called flow flo um they had a single out called cardboard box Oh, i
1: love them
0: they dropped an ep it's called the lead um it's they just a few great. tracks um they dropped another uh one of the other the newest single off the ep i believe is immature there's a video for it um, but I'm going to play this song called Summertime, and uh, this is how I go. Um,
3: um, uh, uh.
1: You see me on some real heat uh, With my crew looking cute and my two-piece uh, Don't need them bother bothering me I'm catching fast with the demons. Wanna party, wanna out, Wanna dance to the beat till I pass out uh, I'm trying to kick it with my ladies, baby, yeah The harmonies they sound they're awesome. a little yeah. young
0: girl group from the uk so it, it's gonna be cute to see their development mm-hmm. uh how far they go where they take things what they evolve into so shout out to them three young lo- lovely ladies just doing their thing and um this is their first little ep so go listen to it it's the doing well and, uh, too yeah you know they got some looks going and you know they don't what they, they got to do for their first project mm-hmm. so i i hope to see more of them uh more music more looks and uh more performances Cause uh, I told y'all to remind me a star every time I look at them, <laughs> but I'm gonna try to let that go. They um, be
1: they be all over Twitter. Like people love them. I see. There's not one time I've gone on Twitter and didn't see something about them. But maybe it's because I follow Carrie.
0: <laughs> oh, see, Carrie, tune, tune
1: in. Go, Carrie, Carrie, tune I like, in. I know he posted. Somebody posted.
0: Uh, I'm going to play. <laughs> This song is called Sleazy Flow. It's actually a remix with Lil Baby, um, by Sleazy World Glow. I just really like this song, so here you go. Okay. okay. Everybody, put that Glocks in the phone. Put your shit up. You got a stick on your shit. You got a fifty on your shit. Put your shit in the phone. Aye, aye, aye. Last out we caught was at the store, we had to scrape bro hopped out tripping with that switchy, he didn't face it. They shot, they shot, they couldn't save him. We the ones getting busy up in the city, that's so on my, my baby. On my they block like a drive-thru, ask the ops how much we slide through. No, we Ain't beefin' but you they family. You get caught, then you gonna die too. No, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Stop the whip. Let me out this chopstick, gonna leave him open like a zip. Zip him up, tell Buddy no mass to come and pick him up. Pick him up. faking Acting like they thug like to we hit him up. A lot of niggas don't like him. what i just I miss, miss being in a car and thumping certain songs Ooh. down and that is a song I, <laughs> that I shit know do at least, not I know at least a few cousins <laughs> that I would ride to uh and they be playing that Speaker song. Knockers. Um <laughs> that well actually i just i forgot it's the 10 10 year anniversary for frank ocean's channel orange mm-hmm. i just want to shout that oh, out shit! Um,
2: wow 10 frank
0: years. ocean dropped blonded radio and honestly i was gonna play a song um just off of channel orange just because it's it was such a beautiful project but then i felt like i got so overwhelmed i couldn't think of what song to play so i'm gonna just play the intro with his mama and then we gonna just move on because
1: <laughs> not the I, you you know it's
0: it, it, it's not just money. It was very important. It's a very important word, and people—some people—still need to hear it today. Money.
3: It's just money. I'm gonna make money. No. no, 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 no. Please decondition yourself. It's not just money. It's
1: happiness. It's the difference between happy and happy and sad. It's the difference between having a home. More right now, is the difference between you being able to go to a prom and disappointing the world. Because I told you from the beginning, I don't have money. I have bills to pay. But that meant nothing to you. Absolutely nothing. Let me see. I have, oh yeah, I'm going to make myself hot link when I get home. Nothing to you. Save
0: $7. It's not just money It's so much more than that I didn't want to play the hot link part Because everybody remembers the intro mm-hmm. I mean that interlude So go check it out Go listen to Frank Ocean Channel Orange Just to get that vibe all over again And also if you have Apple Music <laughs> Not a potato yeah. And if you have Apple if you have Apple Music <laughs> um, Check out Blinded Radio Where he previewed a couple new tracks Coming out And that's it for the Music Man segment. Take it away, Dustin Ross, (laughs) for your damn potato. Potato
2: flew around my
0: room. (laughs) Okay.
1: Oh, my God.
2: So, hey, y'all. How y'all doing? Good, good, great. Um... Married to Medicine is back on Bravo. First things first, this is a priority, full stop matter for everybody watching this, listening to the show. And if you're on Patreon, then those of you watching too, damn it. This is a thing that we have to support. We have got to watch Married to Medicine, which is in season nine, okay? Highlighting the lives of all these successful ass black people and people of color in general. And it is good. The mess rolls accordingly. And it's good on also great personal stories from these women and their families and great drama amongst all of them now. Everybody knows my favorites on this show have always been the go getters on the cast, the ones who were ambitious and always had pursued business opportunities outside of just them being on this show and, you know, really offered up something to admire. People like Quad, who was divorced but had made really good investments all along and just bought a $2.2 million home. Her backyard looks like a fucking resort. While Toya was hating on her last season, saying she lived in a bullshit ass apartment, which was actually a beautiful three level townhome. But now Uh she's in a mansion. That she Ooh. got on her yeah. own. And just like she said, because I rewatched the season eight reunion before this season started this week, just to refresh on um, what was going on. And I'm so glad I did because I forgot that Quad was on fire at that reunion. And so much so that she checked Toya about what she said about her house, and she told her, respect the queen when you see one. Don't ever try me like that, because I know how you got your house. She was like, I got mine on me, on me, on me! That's what what she told Toya, basically saying that she was fully responsible for the purchase of her new home, which is a six-bedroom, nine-bathroom, $2.2 million mansion with a resort backyard. Yeah.
1: Wow.
2: So... Quad's doing her thing. Dr. Heavenly has Heavenly Beauty, which is an uh, outrageously successful, big ass beauty supply store in Atlanta where they do everything from make wigs to sell prom dresses and everything in between. Heavenly Beauty. It's a mega beauty supply that she actually has all of the profits from this going to a trust for her daughter. So Heavenly Beauty literally wow. every all the profits from the from the beauty supply going to a trust for her daughter. She's our sons that are in and college right a now.
1: Beautiful idea.
2: She's already set them up with purchasing real estate. And as real estate agents, they're making moves. See these these people yep. are setting their children up for long-term success and wealth. And I love to see it. You have Dr. Jackie, who owns Two practices, a surgery center, all these things. Brand new, newly built surgery center in Atlanta. And she's one of the, everybody goes to Dr. Jackie. All the celebrities in Atlanta, she delivered all their babies. Her surrogacy agency that she owns was responsible for Candy Burris, um, bringing her beautiful baby girl. She has a surrogacy
1: agency?
2: Yes, it's called Surrogacy Miracles and Consulting, if I'm not mistaken. But yes. Dr. Jackie wow. and Ann, and she has a skin serum that she developed with Volition that is literally selling out in Ulta Beauty everywhere this offers, wow. every time they post it it I sells out. I love the out.
1: range of businesses, that's
2: cool. And right? <laughs> she was the first book released under Andy Cohen's book imprint deal her book The Queen V, which they supported and was wildly successful Dr. Jackie is just professional goals personified and we love her she's been on the show since season one it hmm. is what it is um, with Heavenly Quad. Then you have Contessa, who um, previously was had a goal of being the Surgeon General, so she was actually um, pursuing other degrees in public health and doing all these things, meanwhile, being a mom of three and a wife and stuff. This season, though, I'm a little disappointed because Contessa has decided to feud with Dr. Heavenly. She was offended by some things that Dr. Heavenly said on her YouTube channel, Uh-oh. and she just cut off communication with her. And then when they started filming, they they clashed. And it's because Dr. Heavenly's feelings were hurt because outside of the taping of the show, you would always see Dr. Contessa and Dr. Heavenly, their families together on speed boats out on the lakes in Atlanta. Um, You would always see them out to dinner, out to lunch, um, out at breakfast, Contessa, Heavenly, Quad, Jackie, Anila. um, These girls will hang out outside of filming. They have a real, actual relationship um, and now we're witnessing the breakdown of Dr. Contessa and Dr. Heavenly's for friendship. And it, for people like me, I hate to see some shit like that. Yes. Dr. Heavenly yeah. is going to be entertaining in the, you know, space of argument. She's funny and witty and all that shit. But I liked it when the successful ladies weren't getting along with the ladies that just kind of sit around, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like that great divide. I liked it when it was quiet, heavenly, Jackie, and contessa but and Anila. Not this one. but now that contessa has moved over to the side of toya and simone it's just like damn i hate to see that because i also know that as as um hard of a nut to crack as dr heavenly may be and may appear to be she really has softened um herself and opened up to like a real friendship with contessa and mm-hmm. so seeing it not work out it's just it's it's sad it's sad because oh, they really mm-hmm. was friends, um, so I want to see that work out. But the show is all of that. Married to Medicine is all of that, and you guys have got to watch it. Um, also, Love and Marys DC the reunion is coming up. Um, mm. Yeah, so you got to look check that out. Um, I again, I love Irina um, Tyler, and I love. Um, Ashley Silva. Ashley, shout out natural
0: to Ashley. Natural born, natural
2: born reality stars that we're witnessing their growth. I saw video clips from. Um, the, uh, Ashley's appearance at the Essence Festival. She had bone straight hair in that was literally almost down to her knees. She was wearing like a Versace blouse that was tucked in with these green high-waisted pants. She looked the fuck good. And you can see she, the glow-up is taking place. We're watching a style evolution. I always love
1: that.
2: We're watching it. And so to see it happen, it's just like, damn, this is so cool. Mm-hmm. So make sure you're watching that. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Oh, P-Valley. P-Valley fucking valley i don't know if y'all are watching but p valley this I'm, season i'm it is behind
1: good. one episode Absol- but oh. I, ca- I actually caught up last night well i'm not caught up oh. obviously, but i saw the heavy let's say the heavy episode mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. which honestly
1: i regretted because i saw it before i went to sleep
2: <laughs> well <laughs> not oh not no. the best idea yeah it's, it's deep yeah. it's dark um it's one of those shows p valley is not for everyone okay um, yeah, and if, if you can handle some aggressive, racy, um, really brilliant storytelling, mm-hmm. um, then, yes. then this is for you. To me, if you can watch Euphoria, you can watch P Valley.
1: Oh, like yeah, said, if
2: you can handle that, this is if you're someone
1: who can who wants to watch darker topics, yeah, yeah, for sure,
2: you can handle it. And if so, once you get there. The, you're going to have this, witness some of the most brilliant storytelling ever shout out to everybody on the team even you Patrick Ian Polk and you know you owe me a conversation not you know even why?
3: you, you know why Uh-oh. but
2: but you're doing your thing over on P Valley and I give it up I give credit where it's due mm-hmm. so <clears throat> shout can out I to can I just that. really
0: mm-hmm. quickly shout out to the actor John Clarence Stewart like that big he T. plays the character Big Yes Big mm-hmm. T I just really appreciated his character this season Actorly. I I related to a I mean, acting, and then just a, a gracious person—the way that he's, you know, received the the love and the uh-huh. comments and stuff like that, and the posts that he's made behind that—it's just always. Great to see amazing work. You know, shout out to Katuri Hall and everybody Katoori behind her. Katoori Hall. And then to mm-hmm. s- I just followed
1: uh, her because I'm like, she's great.
0: And then Incredible. the fucking art itself. And then to have actors like that, it's just amazing. And I so, hope that yes. the
2: show gets fucking recognized during award season. Oftentimes, these star shows power. So. The shows in the power um, universe, Patina Miller's brilliant performance in Raising Kanan. Um, its so many performances that have been overlooked from the Stars Power Universe. I really hope that um, P-Valley kind of changes that narrative. I hope that the Academy um, pays attention. You know, the Television Academy pays attention to Stars and to P-Valley. And maybe that can be, you know, the thing that opens their eyes to the network in general, because there's a lot of performances that are really noteworthy. And um, the writing is strong. The writing is strong,
1: and I think the acting is is definitely strong. So I don't see why it wouldn't.
2: Shit. So that's well, it. I Fuck shouldn't it. say Ain't that. No we Shit have to roulette and whisper. Ain't no more motherfucking music news or, or TV news. That's <laughs> it. Motherfuckers <laughs> better be watching these shows. And that's all I got to say about it. Go ahead, friend. Hey. And don't
1: forget to catch us on Patreon if you reach this far, right? We should give them an emoji. Um mm-hmm. Patreon.com forward slash the friend zone podcast where we have four fresh shows that are in rotation every week that's tuesday through friday fresh content from the friend zone so definitely check that out we're currently binging college hill celebrity edition mm-hmm. recapped by none other than <laughs> dustin ross i mean we would
2: be having the time i we mean a time above. watching that
1: And you literally don't even have to watch the shows because our recaps are that funny. So definitely Mm -hmm. check them out. So we hopefully we'll see you there. As always, we love you so much. And we'll catch you guys next week.
0: That's right. Stay black and protect your magic. Yes.
1: Bye, y'all.
2: The future starts now. Restrictions apply. Actual speeds vary and not guaranteed.